Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Dianex Podcast. Right now in the background, we got Apollo Reed in the background, uh, waiting for State and uh, possibly Aiden too from the Knicks Community Podcast, man. So we're going to be talking about the Knicks Summer League. We're going to give our critiques about what's going on with it and talk about the past, future, and um, what's to come with these Knicks, man. Without further ado, Dianex Podcast, let's go for it. What's up? What's up? Yo, yo, what's good, bro? Introduce yourself, my man. I am Apollo Reed of the God of Nick's podcast. Got the got the merch here today. You know what I'm saying? Merch, 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 merch. I like it, man. Oh, yes, sir. How you, how, you, how you doing today, Eru? I'm chilling, man. This is on um, podcast number two. I did the halftime halftime joint, man. It seemed like it's doing pretty good, man. I'm trying to trying to get it out there for people to um to check it out for the for the regular season. You know, halftime to crunch time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you've been on it a few times, you know, so it's it's, a, it's yeah. a fun fun little thing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Also, shout out to um regular Joe. Regular Joe is a guy that we see on Garden Mix podcast a lot, man. He, he's uh, you know first impressions. I, I was on a, a pod with him a couple times. He's also a, a cool dude, man. Uh, what, what's the name of his Facebook? Uh, I think it's I think it's Bert. I, I don't know. I, I don't like giving out people's personal information. Uh, oh, there you go, regular but, uh, Joe. You. Was it was it like the cold envelope? Um, yeah, no, the frozen envelope, the frozen envelope um, right, right. uh uh group on Facebook. Yeah, no doubt. Just want to give guys a shout out while while they're coming in here. While while guys are coming in, just um hit that thumbs up button for your boys here, you know, to get this um to show on the road. We got state lurking in the hallways there. <laughs> I'm gonna bring state in a second. But um, you know, you know, I, I didn't really get to hear from you um with all everything that's been happening, man. So um what are your thoughts on these Knicks, on these young Knicks, and everything that's happening with us right now? Hold on, hold on. give me, give me a second. This is a little unprofessional looking in the background. Give me two seconds. No, that's all right. I got my drawers hanging out in the background over here too, man. Oh man. Uh, why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So just, you know, like what's your impressions of, of these players, whatever, you know, start wherever you want to start, you know, because we talked about it like so much. It's unbelievable. So whatever, uh, so whatever you got. Basically, from the guys in the summer league, you mean uh, the summer league um, that you're know, just everything in general? Well, just just the impression of the, of the last six games that you saw. What um what's what stood out to you the most? Um, Well, Deuce. <laughs> is the first word that comes to mind. Um, the kid's been—he's all over the place. He's a—I don't—I don't even know what 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 his comparison is. Is it used to be Marcus Smart, but <laughs> somebody on Twitter said like, yeah, like they used to say Marcus Smart was his ceiling, but it, it's actually his floor. <laughs> so I'm like, ah man, you what? know, people are like sometimes they a little bit crazy with the takes. You know, I kind of like Avery Bradley, man. You know, just like yeah, like physically, right? You know, he, he's not really. I, I don't know if McBride is like like a like a like a straight up point guard, even though he does run it really well. You know, right. but just like his body, you know, Avery Bradley really stood up, up tall. Right. You know, Avery, Avery Bradley had more bunnies though. You know, I was looking at old video of him. He really could jump out the gym. You know, I'm not Avery gonna Bradley. lie, uh, McBride had a had a uh, an inbound pass into a, a vertical dunk from from under the basket tonight. And I was like, oh, my. yeah, that, that thing that that almost made me jump out my socks, man. <laughs> Excuse me, part of me, but yeah, man. Um, um, McBride is uh, 
my favorite. Um, and even though McBride is my favorite, I feel like Grimes, from what he's been showing us the last couple games, I feel like he's gonna get. He's showing us more of what we need, what we're lacking in, in that yeah. in that sense. Um, so I think he's gonna get a lot. He's gonna get more minutes uh, than more minutes than Deuce, um, just strictly because of uh, the opportunity at that position. Um, but Jericho, I mean, like he's like he's like you know you know you know, you know how you get three kids and you got the baby. He's like the baby. He's like oh he's actually. He's actually good at basketball, and he's actually a lot better than you thought. So you kind of like bringing him up. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm really excited to see what Jericho's gonna be. I mean, he's um, he, he's a, he's an athletic freak. He he grabs rebounds. He gets you out the way. He goes up for a dunk, and it's it's kind of like he he just plays the grown man game. You know what I'm saying? And um, you can see in a few years he's gonna be a monster. Um, and there's just alley oops and just the still shots that they have of this guy in the air. It's, it reminds me of a mixture of Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, but exciting, exciting young guys, man. I'm 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 really I'm really hyped. Um, oh, and not to mention quickly Nobi, but I'm not surprised. So that's for Robbie. You know, I didn't really. Well, well, they, they didn't have oh. summer league last year, so I mean, Obi Toppin really got to show um, more than he's ever shown his entire you know NBA career, and he's actually played NBA games. So right. it's really nice to see him. But you know. Oh man, Aiden is here too. I'm gonna wait for um State to to get comfortable because um, State's in the background too. But we got Aiden. What's up? What's up? What's up? How's what's everybody right, doing? Good man. Good man. to see. Good to see. We, I we know. Brought up um, Mr. Crazy, Mr. Sims. Crazy hair, but I don't care today, man. That <laughs> is Nick's Nick's win. Crazy hair every day, bro. We, exactly. We're good. We're good. Now you got yeah, it. I, I used to. I used to have hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's Trey hates Trey Young's worst. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, is pretty nasty, man. Yeah, it was. I got a, I got a really nice view of that. So that was, that was good. Yeah. But how, how's everybody doing? Good. Chilling, man. We had brought up um Jericho Sims just now. I know, I know that's um I got it. You really oh. like? What's your thoughts on that kid? I got destroyed for my Jericho Sims take the other day. I, I was, I uh. A lot, a lot of people were coming after me with that, but um, I, I like the guy, you know. I mean, I, I even if, even if him and and McBride or somebody goes to the uh the G League, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It, I think it'll still work. I think, I think, I think Sims is a very uh, I think, I think Sims will be a solid backup. I mean, I think it'll be Mitch, Nerlens, and then Sims, hopefully, some somewhere. Um, but I mean, you know, cause I feel like Sims and Taj could maybe kind of flip around like minutes there, but, um, I think Mc McBride, I think is looking like our best pick. I mean, he, that, that kick a ball. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm just really happy with this young team and where the potential is going. Yeah. We got the, the dark one here, Mr. Mr. State is here. Good state. You're. Oh, I'm not sure yeah. if State got his own volume. Oh, I, I think I think it's hey, Bane. It's it's, it's it's more of a Bane than a, than a Dark Knight. I think. Hey, Bane. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? I'm about what's to transfer myself to a computer though. But um, how y'all doing, man? Good, bro. Chilling, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm so late. Um, no. Hey, hey man, up? chase that chicken. Chase that chicken, man. <laughs> You know, the baby's gonna deliver them though. We got a young call, bro. 
Or I'm so happy at what I seen at Vegas. I know I've been saying wild, crazy things about him name quickly, but I, I love what he was doing too. Like it, it, it's so fun tonight. It, it, it's so fun to have so much talent at one time. It's just the only thing, though. You know, the 63 year old coach, and you know, they both gonna be situational. So I want to see how long that could go for. Hmm. I mean, you never know, man. Because I mean. Like- like I, I was, I was I saying, um, I, I, McBride or Grimes playing a lot, which is good because I know we got depth and talent. But at some point, I'm going. They look like they could play now. They look like they're ready now. I, I, I don't but, know. Maybe it's just more parent and work, he's working his magic again. So I, I'm happy at what I've seen so far in in Vegas summer league from from all of them, especially from Obi too, because Obi, mm-hmm. I think Obi needed it the most. So. That was nice to see. Well, yo, we can we can fast forward a little bit too, man, because I mean, like these guys, they already showed that they could play right now. So I mean, fast forward to like the trading deadline, you know, that that leaves us options to like let's say let's say somebody does become available, we could we can put together Noel, maybe a Burks, or maybe even even throwing somebody else up in there in the mix because we know we got these young guys that can fill into spots. You know, you know what I'm saying. So later on down the line, we we, we might actually have. The right pieces in in um in, in play because I'm giving giving Noel the ten million, giving Burke ten million, um that you know, you know those players that maybe maybe um they didn't look at it at the time, but packing them together now now you got twenty million, you know, and maybe even add an Obi to that that spices up the deal, you know maybe even a quickly and you can bring a Dame or something like oh over here is all all this is um is in play now. Hmm. I just I just don't want another mellow trade thing. I don't want to give. I don't want to give up all these pieces for, you know, one player, even though it would be awesome to have a guy like Damian Lillard on this team. Um, I don't know. I just say, why, why would we ruin the potential that we've already built so, so quickly, I guess, you know? Well, it's the excess Sorry. though. At the time in the middle trade, we didn't have excess. You know, we kind of just gave up the whole roster and we had nobody else behind, but now these young kids, they're playing so well that we can trade the guys in front of them and just move the young guys up, you know? Right, right. That makes sense. I could say. I mean, I, look. I'm. I mean, I'm all for a Dame. I just, I just don't want to, um, you know, put all of our eggs in one basket. I guess. But um, I. I mean, like I said on Twitter the other day, I'm a Knicks fan. Who sees both sides of the argument, and there you go. So, so yeah, what, I. She's talking about um Dame, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, same. The Dame or anybody say like um even this guy Cat, you know, if Cat becomes available, because you know Julius Randle made a whole video, professional video yeah, talking about he yeah, wanted to play yeah. with Cat. You know, I didn't really understand where that where that video came from or wh- how that came about. Isn't but that tam? Isn't that tampering? Tampering like crazy. I, I just don't get really it. Happen? Yeah, it's a real thing. Him, yeah, it, it was Julius Randle and Cat, like both like complimenting each other for like five minutes straight. Yeah, professional video. It wasn't like something like they it's just the fabricated. When was this? This was like, like I think I believe a couple days ago. Yeah, like two days ago. Oh, you know what? All right, family weekend. Toon, shout out to Tune in the chat. Tune was here. You know, I had family here for the uh, for the weekend. Um, but uh, yeah, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, but wow, uh, Cat would be amazing. I don't know how it would happen without some of our precious guys going. Um, <clears throat> I think a trade is going to happen somewhere down the line. I just don't think it's going to happen right now. Um, 
there might be some slight ones at the deadline, but I don't really see a big blockbuster trade unless somebody like Dame says, I want to go to New York. Right. And uh, you got to trade RJ in there. He has to go. Like, that's, that's the only way it's going to happen. So, I don't know. I love RJ. I like Dame. I don't love Dame. You know what I'm saying? I like Dame. You know what I'm saying? Well, what about the cap situation? We actually have Mitch. Mitch is on a on a ending contract, so adding adding Mitch to um to like a, a Burke and and a Noel, you know, that's gonna give you like twenty, you know, twenty something mil, you know, maybe even add an Obi to that. I don't know, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade RJ in that type of deal because you're gonna need that him to play the wing, you know. So then you would you would have like a Julius Randle, RJ, Cat, <laughs> uh, you know. You still got Kemba there. You got Rose. Maybe even Rose will get put in that in that deal some kind of way, you know, just because the, these guys mm-hmm. have have the salary. But if if we trade Rose, we still got quickly, and then we got McBride. So it's not like we lose we losing right. like right. all of our core. We still have guys that we trust to to be in the mix there. So it's just it's just yeah. interesting, man. You know, we can't yeah. have these conversations unless the, the Knicks are making the right moves. And up until this point, you know, the they Knicks have been. Have, have been making a lot of great moves, man. I, I was gonna say from from three years ago, but four four drafts ago was um, Mitchell Robinson. You know, I don't, also the, the still um the, the word is out about um Kevin Knox. Do you think do you guys think Kevin Knox will ever like um you know show us anything or or be a part of something that's gonna help this team? No, nope. I I don't. That my 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 ship has sailed. I think that he will be very valuable to another team, um, but I don't I don't I don't see it. It's been too long, um, and I just don't really. I just I I see a lot of promise from like the three or five minute highlight reel that he that they posted of him this year, but I just don't see a way where it's going to be possible for him to be a bigger kind of role or a presence on this team because of everything that's already in place and Tibbs is doesn't give him minutes in the first place. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really see him doing anything for us. What do you think, um, Apollo? With Knox? Yeah. I don't know. Knox is, um, I think his time is, is complete. I think they're trying to find a way to, um, make that happen as nicely as possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I th- they're not just trying to dump him. You know what I mean? They, they, they love the guy. Um, I'm sure Kenny Payne, he's worked with him at Kentucky so it's, they they don't want to just drop him off and make him feel like he was trash but they're trying to find a way to drop him off for sure um yeah. but I think there's a lot of things that they're still waiting to happen there's still dates that um have to pass in order for certain deals to go through so there's a lot that just hasn't happened yet that probably already happened that we just don't know about yeah yeah. The the thing with Knox too, man. Like, I just don't want to get him, get rid of him for like a second round pick. I just feel like, you know, at this point, you know, I, like he he could be attached to a deal. You know, if if we make a bigger deal, you know, so get getting rid of him now for a second round pick doesn't doesn't really help us too much because we got plenty of second round picks, and and we've proven to to be able to, um, make trades during the draft and things of that nature to to acquire mm-hmm. like little like little mm-hmm. stuff like that because we squeezed out an extra. Uh, first round pick in this draft by training the 19th pick, and then I, right. I think we also got another uh, second round pick this on um, this draft, and we 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 did it last year too. So I mean, we have the ability to get those type of things. So there's no reason to to just say, hey, uh, hey, Knox, <laughs> get just beat it. You know what I'm saying? Get on the next um you know, Amtrak out of here and go to 
go somewhere else, man. So yeah, also too, man, the kid is still young, man. He's like younger than a lot of these draft picks. I'm gonna be honest. I just don't think contractually there's any way for him to still be on the team with them trying to save as much money as possible on their books. I think they pretty much spent all of everything. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but if they might try to work out a sign and trade for maybe Fournier to try to work, you know, work out some more numbers that way, which might include Knox because it just helps the cap a little bit more. So we'll see. I don't know. I just think it's time here is done. Whether it happens now or at the end of the training camp, it's going to happen. I think it's over. I think McBride for sure took every single second that Knox had on his team. It's over. Yeah, yeah I agree. And uh, speaking speaking of Fournier, uh, did you see his little comments on uh, Durant today? That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. Like like total was- great timing with that. Yeah, and he and he responded to Danny B today too with the uh, Marcus Morris gif of him hitting a, I think like Troy Brown Jr. or something with the, the basketball of that crazy game. Really? But yeah. Oh yeah, they were talking about the number the because um Fournier is gonna be playing with um number thirteen I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't so, know. So, it's scary. It's kind of scary because like Joakim Noah had thirteen. You know Morris. I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it. Mooku's good. He's a good third. Don't get me wrong. I love Mook. I love them on this team. Yeah. But the right. joke, you know, I think just gives me PTSD. I'm telling you. Gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta, like, uh, smear that one off. Act like that didn't ever happen. Actually, are we, are we still even, paying him? I forget, I forget he's even on his team until people bring in the, his name up. Yeah. Are we still paying him or is that is that over? Was this the last year for that? I'm not sure. I, I think this year might have been the last year. You know that that stretch um provision, man. Thank God for it, man. But I mean, how much money did did Phil Jackson pay that dude? You know, what I'm saying? I feel like we've been paying him like the last like four years or so. <laughs> so much. Marcus reminds me of Deuce McBride. He paid him seventy two. He paid him seventy four million. I think. Who took him on? Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah. Oh my God! Why? See, why are we doing this? You see how I like erase these things out of my memory? There's certain things you I have can't to. Live you with. Have to. I can't live with. Those are one of those things. The the entire Joakim Noah ordeal. The the first thing Phil Jackson did was Lamar Odom, bro. Yep. And then he never played a minute on the roster. <laughs> like what I is mean, going on here? Yo, Lamar Odom was straight out the freaking rehab uh, clinic on like. <laughs> Over there in, in in freaking East Harlem or whatever, just picked them up off the street and said, "Yo, man, get in the car, man. I got a job for you." You know. He still had the gown on when he when he pulled up to the arena, bro. Yo, he, he still had the wristband, the freaking hospital wristband on when he um when he picked them up, man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that ain't right. That ain't right. Phil Phil was just giving giving money out, bro. Yeah, flowers in the attic, man. Crazy. <laughs> What do you think about this take, this Deuce McBride take? I'm saying that um, you know, most people are always saying Mark is smart. I mean, we did we did talk about it, man, but you know, state is here. Um, do you, do you think no. that's right, the Mark is smart thing? This this uh that was an inside joke. We were saying that me and him were saying that um Deuce McBride is better than Mark is smart, so we're gonna start saying that <laughs> Mark is smart reminds us of Deuce McBride. <laughs> we were saying it the way around. <laughs> Just you. to be funny, just to be funny. But um, um, yeah, I said it earlier. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if at first he was the you know the the tough defender that that's the 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 biggest comparison that you would have to him. But um, 
outside of outside of that, I think that Deuce has so much more to his bag that Marcus doesn't have. It's hard to even compare him. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, but that's that's just my opinion. Deuce McBride, he reminded me of like Prom Avery Bradley. Um, people say Kyle Lowry. Eh. I, I'm not gonna go there because it's summer league. Like, I, yeah. I, I, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I like the comparisons though, Marcus Smart. But he plays. I think he could play on the ball. I think Marcus Smart can't really. Can't really. Like, he's off ball, right? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and Deuce McBride when he's at point guard, the off the the ball moves yeah I, it's I, i'll say he's not scared to shoot that he, that he ball neither bro he's fearless I, I really like that kid he's gonna be really good and but, the dunk the dunk he had too is great he's got yeah, hop that came out of nowhere yeah his coach what, what his college coach said he's like he doesn't know anyone that's worked as, uh, as hard as he, no other player he's had has worked as hard as um as deuce has and I'm just like yeah. that. That says a lot for someone who's. How long has he been the coach there? A while, I feel long, like a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, Deuce, Deuce is one of those guys that fell fell to us at the right spot. I think that that was a blessing. That was yeah, I agree. Nobody's talking about that either because everyone's saying that we, that we passed on Sharif Cooper. But I mean, how many players passed on Deuce McBride? Deuce McBride could should have been drafted like way early in the first round, man. Speaking so, of Sharif. Speaking Yo. of Sharif, who put him on clamp tonight? Who put Sharif on clamp tonight? Sharif was like, "Yo, I'm about to get out of here." You seen him whispering to the guy on the bench? He tried to say it in his dream. He was like, "Yo, I'm about to get out of here, bro." And the dude was like, "Yo, the oh UAC Sharif for the rest of the game." I think was it was it Deuce that forced him to do an air ball? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the first half, mm-hmm. yeah. put the clamps on that cat. Yo, Deuce. And, and you know what's crazy? Tim got them boys picking up ninety-four feet. That's what I. That's what I really love too. It, it, it is, is that Tibbs or or is, or is that just because I know quickly did that last year alone? Like I don't even think that was part of the play. He just he just liked to pick up ninety-four feet, and it looks like Deuce just likes to do that too. Culture. Yeah. <laughs> this is why yeah. you pick these guys. This is why yeah. you draft these guys. Mm-hmm. They do it off instinct. Like you don't got to teach that. Like exactly. It's certain skills and stuff. Yeah, I was literally, I was, I was walk, I was walking back, uh, to my house like during like I think the first quarter. I just read the box score. It's like Deuce McBride misses a thirty foot three. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just the fearlessness. I really, I appreciate it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care, and that's, and he's gonna take any challenge. I mean, it could be a LeBron, and I can see him like, yeah, oh, okay. like whatever, like like a Frank thing where yeah. he like push. Right, him. right. Not no, that no, he's gonna no, be able no, to guard no. him. Not no that it's gonna Frank, be able to guard him, but I'm banning all. It's a wound. It's a wound. I can, I'm sorry. I can. I'm I'm banning yeah, all freight we, talk. Listen, man. we got it. Really? Frank, no more. We ain't doing no more Frank Nelakina. I'm going die hard right now. I don't yeah, even want to hear his name. No I made my last post with that guy. I did a podcast <laughs> on him. That's the <laughs> end of that. I ain't talking about that cat no more. Listen now. Listen. Yeah, I'm see the comparison. That, that, we got the comparison. It's him. If, that was Phil Jackson. That was Phil Jackson's doing, and then David Fisdale's doing. It's Kevin Knox. I know that's your boy. That's your boy steak, but he's Quentin Grimes, bro. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of the dude. He's yeah. he's doing exactly what we've been wanting Knox to, to to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's summer league. It's summer league, 
but, but it's just so the, when it's when have you seen when have you seen this this much promise from summer league of any young uh, i've never seen knox put the ball floor as much as grimes put in the floor in the four years as knox has been in the league and just the six games that i've seen grimes playing in the summer league i've seen him put the ball on the floor more times than knox has yeah, I think yeah. Knox's confidence was just shot after Zion stripped it from him. I think that was the that was the end. That oh, that rip and slam. Oh, that yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah. that hurt. I say this, yo, Quinn Grimes. He's a way better defender. Mm. He rebounds the ball well for mm-hmm. a guard, right? And I think today he had twenty six, six and three. Shot ten for seventeen, six for twelve from three. And he had twenty eight the other day, so he's been balling. And I see the potential. Right. Got a little bit of Michael Rad in him. You know, one of them old school guards. He got an old school game to him. He ain't, he ain't really flashy. He know what he wanted to do when he get the ball. He knows before he get the basketball, like, yo, I'm going to get a ball up. Or he knows he's going to shoot. Like, I, I like that about him. But defensively, he fits well with the system. McBride fits very well with the system. So well. And we have to, um, I think we all got to applaud for uh, Walt Perrin. That was an elite pickup, yo. Bro. That might have been the best pickup. <laughs> yo, we traded <laughs> down. Let's see what else to have. Yo, look at that. Look at all the times we traded back mm-hmm. in this draft. Yep. And we still got two amazing players. Yeah, we got the ones that we wanted. You know, that's, that's you know the main thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't we didn't draft for potential or draft for for development. We we saw four guys, you know, because add Rokas to that the kid that we got from from Europe. I thought he was he was decent too, but they got the old they got the same temperament. They got the same mentality. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna have to quote unquote use that word development ever again with these guys, man. These guys, you know, state already said it. We all said it. They, um, these guys are ready to play right now. You know, what I'm saying it's not something they need to learn. These guys can straight up. I, I trust them right now. I trust them, you know, right now. And then another thing too is that um, I I didn't see any of these guys arguing with the refs. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. emotional. That there's no emotion in, in these guys. They just playing ball, and whatever yeah. happens, happens. They let their play dictate what, what's mm-hmm. happening. And that's that's what I love. That's what I love about what we're seeing with these guys. Yeah, yeah. That was that's something that I love to see with with these dudes is not to let the refs get into it because. You can't control the refs ever. That's I hate when I see people get get into it with the refs every game. You're never gonna control the outlook, outcome of, of what the refs do. So, nope. do you think? So it's yeah. another factor as to why Randall didn't, you know, farewell this season as well. So, always complaining to the refs. That's the one thing I don't like about Randall. Just let it run. Yeah. Then he had his yep. boy too. You know, Bullock was right next to him, complaining right with him. You know, and, and then you know. It's just it's just a bad mix. But now you added you added all these rookies here now, so it's something that we don't have to teach them. You know, what I'm saying so the bench is always going to be calm. You know, on on the bench. So and RJ don't complain to the refs. You know, so so this is this is the mentality that we that we trying to build. This it's like um Tom Thibodeau and these guys are like the, the police department or something like that. It's like an attitude test. It's like a certain personality that they got. Every every single every single guy that we drafted since Leon's been here, you can even take it back to um to Mitch. Like I, I was telling Apollo, Mitch got drafted um what like four drafts ago. You know um yeah. you know Knox Knox is still he, Knox potentially could have been like that, but there might there's something wrong with that kid. I, you know, I, but but the point I'm trying to make is that RJ's that guy, Mitch is that guy. You know um you know, quickly is that guy. 
you know, Deuce yeah. McBride's that guy and Grimes that guy. It's the same mentality, same um, you know, DNA in these players, man. And I, I think yeah. this is definitely what you know we're gonna show what, what um you know in the future, like how how we build and stuff. Yeah, Deuce McBride just said in his post game interview, he said, "I thought I played well, but I'm never satisfied." So sounds like Tibbs. Yep. Sounds like exactly. <laughs> sounds like Tibbs and me. He sounds like you've been studying Tibbs tapes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Tibbs, yeah like Tibbs it, it could be his illegitimate son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They all sound the same. Even Grimes too. They talk to Grimes, and Grimes is the same. Like yeah, blah 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 blah. You know, just like. You know, it, they just don't, they're not saying things that, that we're used to, like, rookies saying. You know, they, they're just, like, um, you know, already, like, in midseason form and stuff. So it's the leadership that these guys have, you know, naturally in them. And it's just the ability to get better. They don't need anybody, like, like you know, telling them how to do it. Or, yo, we need to get a certain player or a certain coach in here or, or this, that, and the other. These guys are already self-made kind of players, you know. So, like I said, you know, we, we, we are really building something here. And, and, and it's, um, it's incredible. We got to give credit. To everybody, man, you know, yeah. Brawler, you know, even even the dude that that we had in the front office that we got from OKC, you know, who, yeah. uh, um, oh, oh, I know you're talking about. Ah, I forgot his name. He was one of the late picks, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it, it was, I'm talking about the the guy in the front office. No, that's the thing. He, he was one of the late pickups in the from the front office. He wasn't right, one right. of the early guys. Right. He helped us um, get Kemba. You know, yeah, on the low. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You know what I'm Yo. saying? Because he, he, okay. No, no, no. You go, you go, you go. I was gonna say he got the, he got like the inside, you know, track with the guys that, that are in there. That that's why nothing was leaked. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, there was a buyout, and nobody knew about the buyout. You know, and then mm. the next thing, you know, Kim Walker's on on the roster. And that, there's definitely yeah. credit to to the guys that we have behind the scenes working. Yeah, and you you, you gotta you gotta have that that kind of stuff behind closed doors. You know, like like the Johnny Bryant of the world. You know, I'm sure there's relationships that he has. You know, in, in different in different um front offices and, and guys that he's worked with and worked around, like it's it's good to have they're they're assembling an amazing staff, man. And it's just from top to bottom, every single position. Um, a lot of these guys don't want to go. I think Woody only left because he just spent a lot of time in his league and he probably just had enough. And he, and you know, it was his it was a chance to go home to his alma mater. Like it was great, a perfect, great opportunity. Great yeah, perfect, opportunity. perfect timing, perfect opportunity. I, I think if that, if it was any other college, he'd still be on this next team right now. You know what I mean? So I think, I think these guys really like what's going on here. I think there's good energy. No, there's no messiness, no drama, no, no noise comes out from the front office and the decisions that they that they're doing. Um, and I, I'd rather it that way, <laughs> honestly, than the way it was before. So. That's just me. Yo, State says it all the time, too. There's nothing in the clubs. You hear about these guys in the clubs or doing anything, you know, right, State? You on mute, bro. Yeah, he muted himself. Yeah. My bad. They don't get in trouble. RJ don't get in trouble. No, no, no. They good. They good. And I think I just seen a tweet with Deuce McBride slashing on, shooting slashing on was like 51%. From field goal range, forty-seven percent from three, eighty-eight percent from the free throw line during summer league, summer league Vegas. Like, I, I gotta commend those guys, man. I can't, I can't even complain, man. I think this season is gonna be good, man. I, I want, I wish they could play, but you know, we got Derrick Rose and we got Kemba, so 
this is probably the first time for me in about eight years where no eight no seven no eight where we had good point guard play probably the first time in like eight years i think yeah well hopefully inconsistent point guard play because even if rose and kimberly's you know they magically get hurt knock on wood um and they both out at the same time we don't really have to worry because <laughs> we already had quickly we started games at point guard last season and we got alec burks um and we got mcbride so i'm not i'm not really worried about the point guard position this probably the first season like in a long time where i'm like okay i ain't gotta worry about a point guard not knowing how to shoot a mid-range jumper. <laughs> it's, just like, it's, it, 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 it's been tough watching Albert. Uh, bro, oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, man, I I think we, yo, we, you you got to feel like we went through all of that for a reason, bro. <laughs> you got to feel like <laughs> we had the longest point guard drought in Alexis like, Shee. And, oh, wow, Tony Douglas. You know what it's I'm saying? Chris Duhon, bro. Like, <laughs> we had the worst assembly of starting point guards of any franchise in the NBA, bro. And, and, you know, not to bring this up, but, you know, that Carmelo Anthony trade, we traded for what it did was we traded our picks, right? We got Carmelo Anthony. And then to appease Car- uh, Carmelo Anthony, we went out, we went out and traded more picks. And we got got and we got um Andres Bargnani, and we could have had a chance to draft Jamal Murray, and we would have been had this point guard situation solved years ago. Well, we had a, a chance to draft Jamal Murray. So this I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest though. There's another move that always flies under the radar that nobody speaks about that was to me diabolical in the Knicks for no reason. <laughs> when it comes to a, a franchise that's been starving for a damn point guard, when you amnesty somebody like Chauncey Billups, <laughs> like why the hell would you do that? Like I don't care what contractual you had in your mind, bro. Like you, you can't have Carmelo Anthony here and then not have a starting point guard playoff experience with him like you how can't you tell james dolan that how you gonna tell james dolan that like amari started amnesty amari stoudemire you know he wasn't doing that bro you think he was going amnesty amari see, but now look see, but now look now look we are seeing now with the moves that brock Aller is making that there's ways around doing that I'm sure that there was signing trades that they could have done, all kinds of things that they could have done under the cap, over the cap, all kinds of stuff that, that they just weren't educated enough to know about. You know what I mean? So, so somebody wants to hop on. They're not having it with the Chauncey Billups takes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see him. <laughs> Yo, we, yeah, but I see it, bro. Chauncey, I'm telling you, Chauncey, I was mad, bro. I was mad. You don't yeah. amnesty Chauncey Billups, bro. You don't do that. And then who, who do we amnesty to get, though? We went and got, um, you know, Tyson Chandler, who I'm still pissed off at Tyson Chandler. Because, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like he was, like, the biggest waste of time in Knicks history. Because, I mean, like we, we just talked about we got we got on Carmelo Anthony. You can't get Carmelo Anthony and not get a point guard. And Chauncey Billups yeah, yeah. still has stuff left in the tank. And he can, and yeah. like, quote, unquote, could control a Carmelo Anthony and Adamari. Yeah. Like, who That's else a, would you want as a point guard besides general. him? 
But see, yeah. and then they go on and they make a move like they made uh, Raymond Felton and uh, uh, Jason Kidd, the starting point guard, in his last year in the NBA. If he could, and you see the season we had with Jason Kidd. Now, if you can put Jason Kidd as your starting point guard next to Carmelo Anthony and go deep into the playoffs, why wouldn't you put a younger Chauncey Billups next to Carmelo Anthony, who he already had experience with? You know what I'm saying? It is a floor general. And you know what I'm saying? It, it's not like the Amnesty. I think the only thing that happened that series that really hurt them that year was um when KG had uh need him in his thigh and he had the bone bruise and he couldn't play for the rest of the series. And then that was it. That Which was the year? last time we was going to play. Which year? The year we got um Chauncey in the in the mellow trade. I forgot, I think it was a game you versus Omari sure? punch a fire extinguisher yet. No, that was that yeah. was that was that was that was, um, oh that was the same God. year. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't make me don't make me remember that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too many too many bad memories and stuff with that Come with all that stuff. Sure? Come on. But you gotta go through the pain to get to the glory. Golden State, a prime example. It was good in the nineties. Run TMC. That was their, their nickname. They, they not even it. in the nineties. That was the eighties a little bit. That was like, like the end of the eighties. Yeah, maybe like they. I think it was only like two seasons too. Mm. So you draft like you get Tim Hardaway, Mullen. Like come on, yo, Mullen, and you get like you get those three guys. You play them together, right? It take them like thirty years, like twenty years to find a Steph Curry in the draft. Then it takes the right coach. They get Mark Jackson in the pit. Well, Steph Curry's a once in a lifetime. Yeah, but 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 you gotta get a guy who believe in your talent and give you the ball. So he met Mark Jackson. That was a match made in heaven. Yeah, but well, I mean, Steph they wanted to come, Steph wanted to come here. Yeah, but I, I'm talking about like early in his career, like when you get a guy like Mark Jackson, yes, yeah. played the game of basketball, who's who was a point guard. He could think the game through. He could tell. He could teach that. But he was the culture setter. He started that culture. And then Steve Kerr, the better coach, not the culture setter. He's just a better coach offensively. He just opened that offense up, and it was, it was ball game from there. <laughs> but it just sometimes it takes the right coach, right draft pick, right time, right trade, and they got Eagle Dollar too. So. Yeah, well, even before that, like um, Tricky Nicky, he he wants to get him, but I think there's like something going on with the stream here, so I, I don't want to drop another guy in, in the stream. But he mentioned Latrell Sprewell, but even even that, um, they had Chris Webber. You know what I'm saying? They traded Penny Hardaway for Chris Webber, and then they traded Chris Webber the next year. You know what I'm saying? So we talk with we got we got to put that into context. That everybody's always talking shit about how bad the Knicks run their organization, but look at Golden State. You got to tell the whole fucking story. They had run TMC. They messed that up. You know what I'm saying? They went and they they drafted Latrell Sprewell. They had Tim Hardaway Jr. They messed that up. They went and drafted Chris Webber. You know what I'm saying? One of one of like the greatest power fours to ever live. You want to talk about top five power fours to ever live? You know, um, and, and see nah, Webber, like they, top, they, they like top twenty. He ain't top twenty, man. He top twenty. You're gonna, He's not top twenty. If you want to say fifteen, you know what? You know, who 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 can you name um twenty um nineteen players better than Chris Webber? At power forward? Power forwards? At power forward? Nah. Nineteen power forwards? Really? Nah. No, I'm asking you. I could think, like, um, think of like ten right now. <laughs> nah, and that's it. Chris Webber? That might be it. Chris Webber. That might be it. Yeah, but I mean, 
I play I play him in my top 15 power forwards ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He let's let's get let's not get it confused. Yep. The man the man is a terrible announcer, but he, <laughs> he, he could ball, man. He could definitely ball. Yeah, he could ball. He could ball. Yeah, I mean, but his stats is like definitely 20 something, 12 points, five assists. He definitely got like two blocks a game. You know what I'm saying? Still got like like a steal and a half a game and stuff. And he shot the three, you know, from time to time. You know, so and he's an icon. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I guess that's a podcast for another day. But the, the point I'm trying to make is just that like franchises. You know, even even talk about his other franchise, Sacramento. You know how how much um tra- what a travesty that freaking franchise is. You know what I'm saying? And then like but, but everyone, yeah, to this day, man, they haven't won since since Chris Webber was there. That 2001 so, Kings team was one of my favorite teams of all time. I mean, Mike Bibby was one of my favorite players of all time. So yeah, I love Mike he's, Bibby. He's jacked now, Mike. Bibby. Yeah, he looks like he looks he looks like a Transformers odd, but yeah, that's that's another podcast too. That's and that, yeah, and it, and it was built. That team was built perfectly for Chris Webber. <laughs> like, yeah, Doug team. Christie. You had <laughs> Vladi Diva, um, Pager. I love that squad, bro. Oh, we had um, um, Bobby Jackson off the bench. I love that squad, man. I love that squad. It's a lot of old time. Yeah, like, you, you know who our team kind of remind me of a little bit? The 2004 Pacers. A little bit. A hmm. little bit. You know what it, it, You know my team kind of remind me of now? Especially now we got Kimba. They kind of remind me. And I, and I hope y'all feel me on this one. They kind of remind me of the Blazers when they had Damon and um and then and, and um Rashid. I feel you. That that we can go ten deep just like them. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand. All right, I can see the comparison. Cause you, yeah, you got a lot of athletes over there, man, and, and you got Randall. It's gonna, mm-hmm. this gonna be a tough out. But mm-hmm. you, you. You can, this, these minutes, these minutes. I'm looking at other teams at how they, how they minutes the minutes that's played by the players in the in their rotations, and it's like yo, they got at least. I, I see the Atlanta Hawks in the minutes distribution. They got like five dudes who playing at least 25 minutes or more, and that's not even. Yeah. And I'm not even counting Trey, and I'm not counting Collins. They both play 30 minutes or more. They got like five, six people. He has he has he has more incentive to to play more guys this this year though, right. you know what I'm saying? Because you can't not play Grimes, you can't not play Deuce, you can't not play. How uh, you gonna play him? No, well, I mean you got to you got to give them at least like five ten minutes a game. I think because if you look at it, guys like Frank and Knox only didn't play because they didn't earn those minutes. It's not like they were playing well and they didn't give it to them. They for sure can get minutes. There's going to be there's going to be ways that they can get minutes. Like Grimes for sure, shooting guard, you know, back up to uh, to RJ. Yeah, that I can see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but speaking you know, of. Well, I was gonna say with the minutes, right? Like, just like, like if you're a basketball player playing two to five minutes a game, ten minutes a game, that, that you don't really get no rhythm. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then also, too, like, like your main guys too. Uh, you know, Julius Randle, we, we want to keep them as close to thirty minutes as possible. You know, and you hope that Obi Toppin can give you more. 
Uh, RJ the same way. You know, you, you will hope that Burks and these guys will 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 be able to keep those minutes down, especially for for Kemba and Rose. You know, you gotta you gotta help those guys out too. But after that, now you got quickly in there and all this stuff. There's a lot of guys that 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 need the minutes to be more consistent. You know, like they they need to be in the twenties. These guys just to keep that flow going. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, having to squeeze out like ten, like five minutes for um for these these younger guys every game, you know, unless it's garbage time. Yeah, I really, you know, it's not it's not really they, they can't really get like a rhythm. Right. If this one thing I know is is if they don't get it, it's because they didn't earn it with tips. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just really where where it lies. If if they if they don't um if they don't go out there and earn it every night, you know what I'm saying, and don't just go out there throwing up dubs uh, duds. Then they're gonna get the minutes, um, and I don't think they're gonna get minutes over any anyone else. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, but I, there will be minutes for for them, especially when guys get hurt. Especially at Produce, he's he's got two point guards in front of him who who have uh, injury history. So you know what I'm saying? I think he's gonna have some games where you know um, one one or two of them are out, and he will be playing around 20 minutes that game. So that you can look forward to that for sure. Yeah, they're definitely gonna have their moment in in the season to to like show show off or whatever. But that, that brings that brings to my point about the trade stuff. Like like if let's say let's say if, Mc, if McBride and Grimes do get their chance and be like, yo, we're we're like playing really well with these guys, but now Burks is back or or whoever whoever's hurt, say Kemba's back. So now that these guys got to go back to obscurity, you know, because now all of our the ten guys that started the season, you know, those those are the guys that that were working good. So. You know they weren't playing bad, you know. So you're not benching them because they were playing bad. They were still, you know, in the rotation. So if, if these guys come back, then then the young guys got to go back into into the hiding, got back in the shell again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. I mean, there's. I don't think there's any minutes consistently for for Deuce for a while. Like I said, that's what I said earlier in the beginning that I think there's more minutes for Grimes strictly because. We actually lost someone at that position, and he really, basically, is taken up for the minutes that the backup two would be getting. Really, actually, not really. It depends on how I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you. He might be able to take some minutes from Burks, and if he does that, I think that uh, it's it's possible because he plays more defense than Burks for sure. He, he can do it because of MSG politics. They drafted him. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Come on, now we ain't going. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the point I'm trying to make. If, if, if you're <laughs> taking minutes away from Burks, then you need to trade Burks. Yeah. Well, no, well, basically, Burks does have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. <laughs> A lot. All of these guys have tradable contracts, which right. is which is why it's it's okay for them to draft these guys and not worry about how many minutes they're going to play because. There's a trade out there. Like I said, there's, there's a trade that's going to happen, whether it's a, a small, minuscule trade um, to free up space or, or something. A trade is going to happen, and there's going to be some minutes that's going to open up for, for one or two of the young guys. And they're only going to make that trade if they're sure of what they already have in one of the young guys. Yeah, no doubt. Mm. So, uh, so oh, my bad. I think I just muted um, Mr. State. Okay. Yeah, we just saying Mr. State. No, I was about to say, hey, man, I, lo- I love Summer League, man, because Summer League now gives you a glimpse of what these guys could do. Um, I didn't know anything of Deuce McBride, and I instantly loved that kid from, from game one. He was my favorite. He's my – of all the picks we got, 
he's the guy. I'm like, yo, I would really like him to play. I would like him to play before Grimes. Yeah. I think Grimes, yeah, he's gonna take a year. He needs some seasoning on his game. He needs some sasson. I think if teams blitz him, he's gonna lose the ball. He's showing he could he could play on the ball, but I don't think that would be his role on the actual team. Nah, I think they, they, I think they have him playing off the ball. So I would like for him to be ready for that. Um, it, it, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. I'm I'm, I'm glad that. We got to see these guys for five games, and now we can we, we got a glimpse of what to do. <laughs> yo, this guy, um, this guy Tricky Nikki, he he's like dying for this link, man. But yo, the, the reason why I won't drop the link is because I just don't want to corrupt the whole stream. You know what I'm saying? Because some for something something seems to be going on, but from my from my um, viewpoint, so I, I can't add another guy to the screen. So you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, we got Andre Jalil here. I got Andre Jalil in there. There's a couple, couple guys that we could put in there, but we just can't add any more in there. God of Mix is in here. Shout out to God of Mix in the building in the chat. Peace, 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 Kings. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the chat now. My bad. OG was barking on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I peeped that. I, I had to, I had to mute a little bit. <laughs> um, Burke is a vet though, but Burke, you, you know what Burke, Burke's gonna have to do. He need to make sure he got a nice little Bible. Make sure he healthy all <laughs> season long. Yo, bro, that's it. I'm telling that's you, his spot. I'm looking at his spot like fools. Cause look, look, you gotta think about it. He's backing up either RJ or Fournier. Now you know he's good to go down for ten to five to ten games at a time. Mm -hmm. And when that happens. Grimes is going to go in there, and he's going to have a chance. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do it because, you know, he's only a rookie. He might not actually show up, so I, which wouldn't be surprising. But if he does, Burks is automatically a trade piece. Automatically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and even Noel, too, because you want to talk about Jericho Sims. If Jericho Sims shows, you know, what he's been showing now, at least sealing off his position. That, you know, there's, there's, there was a, like two plays. Like, remember the, the, the Sims dunk from today? Where, um, yeah. you know, Selden threw, threw the blind pass, almost messed the pass up, but he went back and caught it and banged it. You know Bro, what I'm saying? That, that was made possible. Broke his back trying to dunk that. Yeah, man. But, you know, that was made possible because if you watch the play, Sims seals off his, his position. So when that, when that ball comes out, you know, his defender can't do nothing about it because he already done locked them down. And then when that ball goes up, all he got to do is jump up and get it, and his defender can't do nothing about it. Um, if you want to compare it to Obi, Obi doesn't do that. You know, Obi is just like the ball. He's like always begging for the for that alley oop, but he don't seal his position off. No. You know what I'm saying? He don't he don't make it make it available for him to even jump. You know, guys are jumping with him. You know, a lot of times, a lot of times they they jumping with him and, and bumping him, and and when he catches it. He can't get the on the lob because guys are already just taking him off his square. Um, yeah. this guy Jericho Sims, he could hold his spot, you know, um, tight, especially with rebound and boxing out this this type of thing. So I mean, like even if Jericho Sims plays well, now you're talking about Nernas Noel is fool too. I don't want to see Nernas Noel. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. There's there's intangibles I see in Jericho Sims that I don't see in Mitch or Noel. Wait, what? Pour it up. There's, a, there's intangibles that I see. What did I say yesterday? What did I That I don't see in Nerlens Noel or Mitch. And it's just simple things like learning how to set a screen, a real NBA screen, a solid NBA screen, and cut to the basket the right way. 
You know what I'm saying? Not being scared to take a shot if you have to in a last second situation. I've seen him throw up a floater. I've seen him throw mm-hmm. off the shoulder. I've never seen either in the either of those guys do it. Yeah, that's and a, one thing that I know for sure bad. that he has over Nerlens Noel is he has some damn hands. Yes, Nerlens Noel can't catch a damn ball. No, <laughs> he can't catch a ball, bro. I don't care what sport we're playing, he can't catch it. He like tagging Junior. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I countless alley oops I've seen Nerlens Noel miss this year, bro. Countless. How many alleys you think Jared Sims is gonna miss this year? <laughs> the way he caught that that alley earlier tonight, I don't see him. I don't see him missing that many alley Tibbs better incorporate whatever Yoshimoto, my guy, Yoshi Yoshi Mitsu, whatever he important in that offense. Tibbs better do that. I better see some picker rolls. Ding ding ding. Dang, really, dang, really, dang. Well, we got Kemba. Kemba. Kemba's going to do that off, off instant. And, and then Kemba got the beep pop boop, so you know he can get to the basket. <laughs> oh, man. It's going uh, to be fun. At first, I was like, Evan Fournier, come on, Leon Rose. Like, you got you to do better than that. Then you bring me Evan Fournier. And you give me Kemba. And you give me Grimes. And you give me McGraw with an extra first and an extra second round pick. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we, we get your chat. I can't. I, I can't be mad at you. Bro. Right. right. Great. Picture. Yeah. I, I want. I want to shout out Tricky Nikki again, man. You know, he, he's definitely helping us out in, in the comments and stuff. You know, the, even though I can't drop the stream to him, but um, he, he's talking about that uh, Obi doesn't uh, not Obi um Tibbs doesn't run a, a screen system, which is true. Me and State talk about it all the time. He he really runs the triangle. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't. We we he, we know that. We know that. That's, <laughs> that's what we're saying. That, that's what we're saying. He doesn't. He does not run it. But Kemba is the kind of guard that yeah. will do it. Just move of instinct. Yes. Yeah. If you get Kemba, if you got Kemba here and you're not running any screens, then something's wrong. Then you need to you need to uh, fire. You know Tom Thibodeau. Because you yeah. know why get these guys if you're not going to utilize the, their their strengths. Now when you, when you was talking about Dice, Dice actually ran a play where it where it did like a little superficial screens kind of crossing at the top of the key, and then next thing you know somebody popped open for in the middle. For the um at the foul line or whatever, so we 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 didn't do that all last year. So so right. that particular play, that's a Kemba play right there. They do a little superficial screens where they cross like that, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. Kemba's wide open at, at the foul line, and you can't stop him when he's there. That that's that's mm-hmm. a that's a bucket right there. Nice you know what I'm saying? double so, screens. Yeah. yeah, I see I see a couple plays, couple new plays. Nice double screen from the, from the left wing, right, and then some one. Uh, I think the center dives and the power forward pops out to three. See, I see a couple things. Oh, I hope Mitch is Mitch is ready if, too. If there's one thing, <clears throat> if there's one thing that we're we're seeing is that they noticed their their weakness in the uh, the playoffs last year, and just even during the regular season, and you can just tell by the type of basketball that they're playing in the summer league, they're just launching threes. Like you know what I'm saying? They're just launching them. I think tonight they had what 21 threes or something like that. Something what? crazy. Something like that. It's. Yeah. They're just launching them, and it's it's okay. Deuce is just putting them up. Eighteen seconds on the clock, if he has to, if he if he's got the shot, you know what I mean. And just like I said yesterday, that the last game, not not the game that I just played today, but the game before, when um Selden throw, throws it to to McBride at the three, and he has a wide open three, and he still lobs it to Obi, like that just warms my heart, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of basketball that I want to watch. You know what I'm saying? And and um. You know, I think these guys, they, they got some, they got some gems. We did it and we did it and, and and we spent less money. We kept sliding back to pick the same guys that we wanted and we got them in less, with less money. And um, 
great moves, man. Front office, we gotta shout out to the front office. They they made moves. They put on a clinic. They Can shut we, us up because the first two days we were getting at them. We were getting at them. Yeah. They shut us up. I like well soon. It's gonna be a, a nice little elephant in the room. Is that elephant in the room is gonna happen in like two years from now. <laughs> so you better love this young core <laughs> as much as What's the want. elephant? What's the what, elephant, what, Oh, come on, y'all. You always do this, man. <laughs> you always do this, man. You all in two, two, three years. Just love this young court now. We're gonna we're gonna love the young court now. We're gonna experience the now while we're in New York. You know, RJ in two to three years, RJ's gonna be 24, 25, going into his prime. And yeah, so just love the that boy gonna take a leap too, by the way. Who that boy's gonna take a leap, by the way. I need a D Wade type leap. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. If you if you just look at, I just think he's gonna take a leap. Obviously, he's gonna get better over the summer. He's gonna sharpen some of those tools. But I think he's gonna have the ball in his hands more, a little bit more as a creator. Not like more than other people, but just more than last year. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's gonna give him more opportunities. And he's he's gonna average twenty plus this year for sure, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, just for the simple fact that the defense is not going to kill him anymore, because you got you have to. When, once Kemba comes across that line, you got to put somebody. You got to you got to defend Kemba. You know what I'm saying? And once you defend Kemba, you can't leave Julius Randle. You know, because you got to defend yeah. Julius Randle because he's going to do what he's going to do. And then you got yeah. Fournier over there too. You got to defend Fournier. You know what I'm saying? So guys like RJ and Mitchell Robinson, these guys are going to be fucking wide open. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we 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 have a we we have a, a like a walking cheat code with the Knicks. And then you want to talk about the bench. Once the bench comes in and do and do do what they do, you know. And then, like I said, injury injury problems. We we got all that. We got all bases covered, man. You know, and that, that, that's not just a, like a Knicks fan just talking, you know, out, out of his mouth. Like like legit, you know, somebody looking from the outside could say the same thing about what we're saying about about our team. Exactly, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm just reading Tricky's comments. I feel you. I feel, if he's saying RJ's not gonna have the ball more because of Fournier. I, I understand that, but um, I'm gonna be honest with you. They are clearly looking to build this team around RJ and, and Julius. So I, do, I doubt Fournier is gonna have the ball, have a higher usage this year than RJ Barrett. You know what I'm saying? I just think they would be doing themselves to the disservice if they did that to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, I get it though. You know, um, Fournier averaged 17 the last five years. You know, <laughs> I think you know. Oh, he thinks I'm Sliz. The Sliz is oh, the yeah. other guy. I'm Apollo. You didn't put the names up today, so that's why. He's yeah, that's um, that's Apollo there from Guard of Nixon on the top right. Mister Mister um, State is um, is the guy in the operating table, <laughs> and then they, they, you know Mister Aiden down here at the, at the bottom. That's um that's young Keanu Reeves over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Oh, the chat killed oh, me. Man, John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah they, they was killing you, man. But it's not really killing. That's love, you know. Once once guys start to crack on you in the chat, you already know that that um at least they, they say care that you're there. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's a that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's great. I love it. All right, so um you know we already kind of talked about the um, the roster in that in that way. So I mean like like um you know Stacey said the elephant in the room. So what do you think he's like talking about with the elephant in the room? Whatever whatever it is, Leon does not want him to clearly say. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> with you know state is the is the um what's um what he said the the um mr kang oh yeah 
Yeah, he's Mr. Oh, King, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he already knows, um, you know, the future. He already seen it already. He already knows. He's paving the road. You know what I'm saying? As they as they say. Oh yeah. You know what I'm so so he, he says that something's gonna happen. He didn't say what it what it is, but I mean like you know you know for real, like he, I guess he's talking about like Giannis and stuff. So you know I, I don't like to think that way. Yeah, you know I, I can't put two and two together, but you know I, I don't really think that way. You know like like if you, if you're building a roster and you put stuff together this year, you're not looking two years ahead. You know I think that's in basketball and in sports that's way too far. You know because mm-hmm. right now we we just mentioned. Um, we, um, you know, four guys that that are, that are like could potentially score twenty points a game or close to it. You got four guys in the starting five. Mitch Robinson's pretty good, and then like we, we already um praised the bench and stuff. So you know, I, I don't think the Knicks are looking. They, well, they, they definitely have the roster to the to the point where they can make moves and, and flip shit. You know, but as far as right now, I think I think they're looking at they're gonna go on a run. You know, for like yeah. the next two years, and maybe in in that because I'm talking about the contracts too. We have a lot of two and one contracts, so definitely after that second year, we will be two a little bit. You know, but but I don't I don't think that it's specifically we have a guy that we're keen on. You know, at at a certain time to change everything that we're doing. Right. You know, I I don't think that's that's um you know what we're gonna do. Exactly. And when when have you heard of a Knicks team that's not only focused on the future, right? They're focused on the, on the now which is just so, you know, important and exciting. And, uh, you know, we have Kemba for two years. So, you know, if he does super well this year, I can only imagine, you know, what the heck's to come with everybody else. Yeah, I mean, if this year, if we if we thought ahead too much, we, would, we wouldn't have been a fourth seed. You know what I'm saying? We, we would have kicked in a little early and um, started playing guys, that, you know, more minutes that probably shouldn't have gotten those minutes and lost a lot more games. You know what I mean? But – um, that's why you don't think too far in the future. You got to think about the present and w- what you got in front of you. Um, yeah. You let the Brock Owls of the world think about the future. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to talent, yeah. you got to use what you got in the court right now. So um, yeah. that's that's really where, what it is for me. Yeah, that's yeah. why they got all those, all those offices and cubicles in, in MSG. You know what I'm saying? You fill up, fill up with people that know what they're doing and let them just do their job. You know, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I don't know. I like like just think far ahead like that. You know, I, I mean. Just to keep the fan base engaged and stuff, you you have to you have to um do do something about the now. You can't just have have everybody just like in the in the like la la land thinking. See, because I mean, like in this draft, you know, everyone was talking. Oh, the Knicks should have moved. Knicks, Knicks should have um uh, moved up. That was like the biggest thing everybody was talking about. We we need to put the nineteenth and the and the twenty first pick together and move up to the fourteenth pick and then trade that pick and trade this pick yeah. so we can move up again. You know, that was like the that's all anybody was talking about. But like right. now, fast forward to what the actual team did. Like now, how can we complain? How can we complain with the with the guys we got? We got a lot of great basketball players. Not great. I mean, like you know, good basketball players that we that we drafted the last four years. You know what I'm saying? So there's a method to the madness. Like like all this fantasy stuff, it's kind of like like a, a little bit too much, man. Like the, like the um, you know, for once we can trust our franchise because for you know they they haven't done anything bad, you know, in the last three years. You know. So, you know, everything is looking up for us at, at, at the present moment. I mean, the last bad thing we did, what was the last bad thing? I think the last the joke bad thing Noah. No, no, no. I think the last bad thing we did was uh, running, uh, I think, was it the Moody, the, the, yeah, the Moody experiment? Adam I'll allow Moody it. Experiment. We got RJ Barrett. I'll allow it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not breaking that timeline, brother. I'd do it again 
Oh, you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna, we gonna let we gonna let um we gonna let uh, uh Fizz get Moutier right every, as long as we can. Every time, yeah, every single time. <laughs> just just until we get RJ. As long as we get RJ, every time I'm cool. With don't that. don't break that timeline out of control, man. Let that we let Moutier get right every time. That's how yeah. you get you win 17 games and you get a oh he's a generational prospect. I'm gonna put some respect <laughs> on RJ name. Talking about he not a top one twenty five. It's one hundred twenty five NBA players better than RJ. Yeah, no, we're not going to tell you none of that. None. It's yeah. it's the flashiness. We already talked about it. RJ doesn't get the respect that he deserves because he's not as flashy as everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He can have the same amount of uh, stats as as anyone else across the board in points, rebounds, and assists, but he just doesn't do it in a flashy way. So that's why his name doesn't get mentioned as much as all the guys. But. I think RJ RJ has a long way to go, and I think his ceiling is a lot higher than people um, give him credit for, just because of how much of a competitor he is. I think he's an ultimate competitor mentally, and he's not gonna let something get him down. So I think he's gonna be good. Yeah. I think he's the heart and soul of the Knicks. Really, I think he's the battery. You know, he's he's definitely like the um, uh, I, w- I want to say like the blueprint of the, of the kind of player that we want. You know, just yeah. um, don't argue with the refs. Never you never see him flustered. You never see him not playing hard. He plays defense. Um, you know, now, you know, just developing his own self. Like in the beginning of that second year, he was in a shooting slump. You know, he went from, from um, like, couldn't hit the, the, the side of the uh, of a wall, you know, to shooting over 40% from three. So that, that that's, that's a, uh, you know, uh, his work his work ethic. You know, and yeah. I think every single play that we have is on that that that, that line, you know. Garden and Knicks, uh, uh, shout out to him in the chat. He said RJ has that T-Mac grit. You must know the way to my heart, man. Talk about T Mac, you're gonna get me every time, every, every single time. It hurts, I'm starting to cry now. Now, nah, but for real, for real, he's he he has that kind of he, he reminds me. I've always said that he kind of reminded me of a you know, that little you know, that gazy eyed look that he has sometimes. He does remind me a little bit of T Mac sometimes. Cookie Monster Eyes, and you're talking about the little boy, you know, you can't tell which way he's looking. Oh, man. My man T Mac, I don't care. Nobody say he could look whatever way he wants. He was the greatest player of my time. Yo, I don't care. Nobody yeah, said, Yeah, fellas, Aider, like, I'm gonna say this again RJ, give me Brandon Roy vibes. <laughs> Just wait until the handle gets my man. Another the handle one, get man. there. You gonna see it a little bit. People who say he's not athletic, when he dunked, <laughs> when he dunked on Bogey, I didn't expect for him to get that high. That was off adrenaline rush. That's when you're playing in the playoffs and your blood is just pumping. And I ain't got a lot of hot. Right, right. So, right. Mm-hmm. watch him next season. When I watched him in the Olympics, he looked 6'7, 220. I don't know what y'all seen, but I, I looked at a grown man. He didn't look like no, he didn't look 19 anymore. Yeah. Not, I saw that. Old. I saw that in the Bogdanovich dunk. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was that was not wasn't that game one? That was game one. Yeah. That was game yeah. one. Oh, he put it in his chest, man. That craziest, craziest thing I've ever seen. Man. That was crazy. RJ has yeah. a lot of potential, and I know he's young. A lot of people don't doesn't see it, don't see it yet with RJ. But just be patient, guys. Trust me, RJ's got. Well, it. I want to tag into what Stay said. Stay said I'm Brandon Roy, but you know he mentioned the weight too. So you know, um, Stay you also said Ron Artest too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he's those are like kind of like two different people. So Ron Artest, is he gonna be Ron Artest or or Brandon Roy? Nah, he don't he don't play I gotta think I gotta go watch some Ron Artest 
2000 or 2004 clips because he don't give me Ron Artest vibes. I, I might have to go back, do a little sit back real quick, watch some Ron Artest uh, highlights. See, I, I see a lot of people talking about the type of hand RJ won't have handle. He's not going to have that shaky, like, left-right handle that everybody's talking about. We don't that. know that. But can I get no, but no, no, no. But look, look, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. His, mm -hmm. his, his, it'll look more like like Kawhi. You know how Kawhi's handle is? You know, it doesn't need to be the flashiest. Just get the job done. Go back in the other end and play defense. That's all RJ cares about. That's why he doesn't care about the flashiness. It's gonna look just like the 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 straight to the point Kawhi Leonard baskets. If I gotta hit you with two crossovers to do it, because you know Kawhi doesn't look like he has handle, but he'll hit you, he'll get you in the mode where he hit you about six dribbles <laughs> and then he's gone. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know Kawhi had that in him. You know what I'm saying? But it's good, it, it'll look something more like that. Yep. Do you do you think he's gonna have that role though with um with and we're walking up the, up the court and also Julius Randle, too. But those guys are going to be handling it. And then Fournier, too. Fournier, oh, there's a lot of ball handles on the team. No, so I, out of those four guys, like, like you want RJ to be the one that's going to be handling the ball more than them? No, no, no. That's not that's not what I mean. He just needs to be able to handle his ball, handle handle himself in a uh, situation. That's it. As long as he doesn't get stuck in a one-on-one -on -one situation and he can't make a move to get himself or free himself for a shot, that that's it. He, they're not gonna run a lot of offense through him. They're gonna run a system. They most likely to come gonna come down with Kimba. And they're gonna run through whoever, and they're gonna go off of matchups. They got a bunch of guys who doesn't who don't care who's in front of them. So that there's gonna be a lot of shots that go up. You know what I mean? And but they're also gonna play some unselfish. You, you know who I think will welcome it the most, fellas. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I think Randall will welcome it the most because I already seen where Rand, Ob top and already said Randall called them Friday. He said, y'all need you, bro. <laughs> he played 200 more mm -hmm. minutes than the, I'm going to keep repeating this. He played so many minutes last season. Play a lot he played of four extra games. So, you know, Randall's going to – I know Randall's going to welcome it the most. I, honestly, uh, you got Evan Fournier. He can play on ball or RJ Barry can play on ball or hey, it, It's going to be fun to see. But the thing is – can Thibodeau tell these guys run through RJ like run the plays through RJ Barrett? Like, is he? I don't think he's gonna do that. I don't think he needs to do that. To be honest with you, so RJ will have to show it in practice. He's gonna have to show that dog then. No, Randy I, I think him just you, you, Randy I think, feel like he the big dog. <laughs> so you can't nah, step on the big dog. Yeah, I think you the big dog. I think the vets are gonna have first pick. I think that's just how it's always gonna go. As long as until RJ is transcendent, he's not gonna get first pick. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna be the guy that they're gonna go to for the offense going down. He hasn't proved that just yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be Kemba primarily or or Randall. You know what I'm saying? This season to me, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how much Kemba relieves Randall of his ball um control duties. Because a lot of those times that Randall was on the floor for those 39, damn near 40 minutes a game or whatever, he had to create a lot of the offense, all of that, you know, most of the time. Now you have Kemba and Fournier who are there with you who, you know, can help create the offense for you. You don't have to be on the court creating the offense and all the attention on you all day long every single game. I think it's going to be a lot easier for Julius Randall this year. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be overworked. It's not going to be overworked. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Well, 
you know, you want to talk about good teams, right? Not not saying the Knicks are going to be Golden State Warriors, but I mean, when they were when they won their first championship, kind of, you know, not not really bringing um, you know, Durant into the mix, but uh, when they when they had um, you know, the the Splash Brothers, you know, and they had Draymond doing his thing, um, the the guy that that um that that used to be an All Star, they used to have a lot more um uses out there was Andre Iguodala. So yeah. ain't, ain't nothing wrong with with RJ being Andre Iguodala. You know, let let no, um let let do no, his thing. It's not wrong with that. I strongly disagree with that. But uh, how could you disagree if, if you got Julius Randle that can give you twenty points? We, Kemba's gonna give you close to twenty, we, and then you got Fournier scoring fifteen points a game. Somebody gotta be Andre Iguodala. He's, he's saying Bro. he's saying in terms of in terms of the uh the the we, role that he played in as a starter. I want Iguodala. Not not, not even. I that. want Iguodala. You know we drafted RJ third. We didn't draft him eighteenth. He gotta go now. He gotta I'm he gotta get him. He's the third he, overall pick. It doesn't matter if he's a third overall pick. He gotta prove he gotta prove that he can play better, that he can hold the team down. His only is only like his. Uh, this is gonna be entering his third team. So we're gonna give him the team, and this is his third team, and he's never led a team before. That's a lot I to prove. And this. with Kemba there, and with Julius there, and with Fournier, you mean to tell me um uh, RJ is gonna be the guy that we put up top, and everybody else gotta gotta um you know do so, what he do what he does. So 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 I say this. Real quick, and I know Aiden Aiden could attest to this. Kimball Walker just came from a team where he just let two young boys average twenty next time. And that's fact. So if he gonna if he let them eat, I know he's gonna let RJ eat. So I know Kimball also got twenty points too that year. Yep, Kemba still, still still plays consistently when doing that. Yo, that that year in Boston, three guys had had three, had twenty point games. Um, you know the two young boys and Kemba all had had twenty, and um, um, the other kid um that they went to they went to Charlotte, he averaged seventeen. You know, so you basically got four guys that played twenty. So, you know, it could be that situation where this this team just like that Boston team. You're right, but all all of those guys are in forty. But I, I'm not. I don't think that RJ is going to be the one that's going to be the big dog with these four. I think I think they're all gonna 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 um it's gonna be like a like a um Swiss Army knife kind of thing with with this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manson, Manson Dushan said too that there's a there's a opportunity and this is what people don't want to say. There is a world where, like you said, I hate to say it, RJ might never be our best player. That may happen. That may happen. But that doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. To be honest with you, he could Something be our second best player. He, no, no, I, he could I, be I our second. Agree with that. So, so I mean, no, 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 but that's that's expectation talking. If we're oh, being honest, it's expectation. I, I think, I'll say this: if RJ is not our best player, then we got I, some. We got a super team. That's that's the only way I could see some because I could see a player better than RJ wanting to come to play in New York with RJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's how he won't be the best player on the team. I I I, I, I could take it. Supercharged Chris Middleton, but we, we got ah. no. I need no. Nah, I need way more than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's, it's, now, now you're talking about yeah. fantasy though, because um, RJ Barrett he only averaged 17 points a game only one year. The year before that, it was kind of like shaky. People were, were against RJ for a reason, you know. But he only averaged wow. 17 points last year, you know, as okay. second fiddle to Julius Randle. So I mean, okay. like, like you're like you're hoping that he's gonna be like, like what? Like I mean, Chris Middleton's a good player. You know, so you got he got to be better than Chris Middleton. Now, now you're talking about um like superstar NBA player at this point now. You know, so yeah. now you you put expectations for RG to be a superstar in the league. You know, yes. that to that level in year three. Win, 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 yes. year, win. Right now, 
he gotta be a he gotta be a least all star level bro. player next season. Let me. Let He's me, the let third me. overall hold pick, on, bro. On, we can't on, be on, we can't baby a third overall pick, bro. Let's just let's let me to be a superstar. We can baby to be a superstar. Hold on. Let me he just could, he, could, he could be a, he could be an all star talent, oh, talent oh, uh, an all star talent next season. That's what I'm saying. But babying him, that's that, that that's why I, I, I don't I don't understand with this. Because I mean, like 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 it's okay to have have um you know uh, you know think of a guy as such a way, but you can't you can't make him into something that he didn't do yet. You know, and, and then say guy guys that did it already. You're gonna say that they're gonna they're gonna all of a sudden not be that that person anymore. And RJ is gonna go up. That's like now you're talking fantasy. Okay, now listen. Now listen. Just, just, just so we, sh- just so we can see, mm-hmm. not comparing who this person is. I'm just picking a random star. His name just happens to be Kobe Bryant, and I'm not comparing him to RJ. So please don't go there. All I'm saying is, when you're looking at someone who was as great as Kobe Bryant was, the progression that he had. His first year, he averaged seven point six points. Second year, it was fifteen point four points. Third year was 19.9 points, and his fourth year it was 22.5 points. Before he started scoring 28, 25, and all of that, I think RJ has a good year left to get just a little bit more experience under his belt to average that 25 mark. I don't think that he's going to average 25 this year. That's not what I'm saying, but I think he can definitely average around 20, 21, 22 points a game this year, depending on how good he is. You know what I mean? He's someone who shot. 40% from the three-point line this year, something that we didn't expect. And he did that while having two stretches of one for 22, one for 21. You know what I mean? It's possible. Dude, this guy, has he's a he's a workhorse. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I'll never forget during that stretch when he was one for 21 upon. I swear to God, bro. I was on Uncle Freezy's show, bro. And there was like five dudes. I ain't going to say no names. It was like five dudes on the show with me. So they talking, they talking about RJ, they disrespecting RJ, like, oh, he, he ain't gonna never be a 40% shooter. He mm. can't do this. His shot trash, he ain't shooting free throw. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, fellas, I gotta just ease up on RJ, right? Like, just chill. When it comes to his shooting, it takes muscle memory and time. Just be patient. You won't get there. Soon after, boys start shooting 38%. Then it rises up to like four. I think he was shooting like 47% from three for a month. So yeah, 47%. Like, I, I love RJ, man. We we just got to be patient. But at the same time, dog, what I mean by don't, what, what I mean by don't baby RJ is he's the third overall pick, man. We got some elite third overall picks in the NBA right now for walking Hall of Famers. And we also have a couple of Lonzo Balls in there, too. So this is why we can't put Lonzo Balls. How you writing his story already? He's 20. Yeah, but you, you're writing, you're writing but RJ's look, story. You're writing RJ's I'm, story. I'm trying to listen to what you're saying. Same exact thing. Uh, look, if you're putting – where was Lonzo drafted? Second? Second. Second overall. Uh-huh. If we're going based off of where Lonzo is drafted and yes. where he is right now, Yes, he's not. He he's he's not what he was supposed to be. So so you if think just he will never honest, be an all star? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that if you're putting expectations off a player based off of where he's drafted, you can lower their value just off of that that argument. 
which is why which is as nick fans we have to be careful not to do you know what i'm saying we got to be careful of the how we structure the argument you know what i'm saying we talk about frank nilakina we talk about kevin knox should these guys have been drafted at those positions Hell probably no. not because if you look at it we just got deuce mcbride and we got grimes grimes was a 25th pick quickly was a 25th pick lucky 25 both of them man. both of them are better than both uh uh frank nilakina and kevin knox who okay. were drafted in the lottery so it's if you're putting and that's you can't put it based off of where they're drafted as well. Some I'm respect saying. on what... Knox's name, man. He the youngest Nick with 25 yeah. and 15. Man. He ain't about to be a Nick no more. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. <laughs> you know, but you know, you know, putting elevating certain guys and certain guys or whatever. You know, I think I think we can all agree that we got a good st- we got like a really good starting five. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You guys Absolutely. We yeah. we have a starting lineup. That fills so many holes, and you know I think it's just gonna it's gonna make Randall so much more relaxed, which creates an even bigger possibility. Like he went off on being the number one option. Could you imagine what he's gonna do when he's not the number one option and he's so relaxed with feeding it to Kemba, Fournier, RJ, all these guys? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be good. Well, you know, aside aside from people ascending, what you said? They need to feed him. He'll need to feed them. I'm sick of the ball with Randall Haynes. I am I'm tired. I don't. I don't. I don't like him driving in and and doing all of this and then bro throwing a pass. Aiden, bro, if Kemba is on the court and Evan Fournier. I don't need to see the basketball ring wins, bro. I'm, I'm with all the um, unless he's wide open or shooting a fadeaway. <laughs> yes. Or on a mismatch. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Julius Randle's still a 20-point game scorer, man. So he, he's definitely going to be needed. We can't, like, downgrade him all the way to, like, like a tropical storm out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? No, he's, no. Still, <laughs> he's still going to be needed. You know, um, I, what I want to direct you guys is, like, like, where's our holes? You know, like, like aside from, from you know, make-believe stuff, like, just, like, from from you know power force, but we got one of the best power forwards in the NBA. Um, RJ is gonna is one of the, right now projected to be the greatest player of all time, right? According to you guys, right? Uh, Mitch <laughs> Robinson is a, is a really good center. You know, Kemba, you know, a, 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 I want to say like, what top ten point guard. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Fournier could, could be a top ten shooting guard in the NBA. So where you know once every, every, every you know if everything comes together the right way, Tom Thibodeau got everybody playing the way they're supposed to. Like where are, where are our holes in on this team? Yeah, uh, I think we we need it. We need um, we, we lost some defense. We definitely lost some defense. Yeah, Bullock. We lost some defense at the wing position. Um, but we don't know how good Grimes could be, so we'll see how that how that turns out. Um, if don't, if Grimes if Grimes can get Deuce's defense, whew, that's gonna be scary. That's not fair. That's actually Look, not Grimes, fair. Grimes' defense is pretty good, though. No, Deuce's defense getting... is a lot better than than I than I thought it was. Yeah. Yo, yeah. You got to give Grimes his credit talking. too, though. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not did. knocking him. No, You're Grimes saying... is, a, is. They're both above average defenders. I just think Deuce is a better Deuce's defender. 
Yeah. Dudes got me a little mad. We be signed Rose. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna do that to Rose. I, but, um, I love that Rose too. <laughs> to answer to answer the, to answer the question, um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I just think the hole that we are still going to have is creation at the center position offensively. Um, every center that we have on our um, roster is not anyone you want to give the ball to and just tell them to shoot or give them a shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's going to be a weakness. I think we can make up for it in other ways. I don't think it's going to be a terrible weakness. We did pretty well without that last year. Um, but it just looks like that's going to be our identity. They keep looking for guys with that same style of play. So um, I'm not sure if that's going to be a hole. That might be something that's a strength for this time, this style of team. So that's, I don't know. Well, I think, you know, like man defense, you know, I, I don't want anybody like small, you know, Julius Randle, DeGuard, anybody small, but somebody similar size, um, he, he actually plays adequate defense. He plays good team defense, I'm going to say also. Mitchell Robertson is there. He he fills a lot of those lanes too. So, like, if Kemba gets beat, you know, another thing with Kemba, Kemba, Kemba gets a lot of um, charges. You know, he's he's able to get get in front of people and cause a lot of charges. Fournier is another one of those guys too. Those European guys, they just know how to do that. So you know, if they get blown by, you know, they have their own little things that they do to make up for that. But I think, like team wise, I think Tom Thibodeau um, could mask some of these um, mistakes. But um, you know, we got we got guys like Burke that comes in there. These guys, you know, all, all these guys are adequate. But collectively as a team, I think just the concept. I think Tom Thibodeau is gonna get those, get everybody you know, in the right spots type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the, the key for me is just, it's just, um, uh, you know, just gelling. Once these guys gel, you know, you know let's, I, I don't want to sound like, like a, like a homer because people want to throw that on you if, you. if you talk good about your team, but I, I'm looking at this team. I, I can't, I can't see anybody guarding Mitch Robinson because you've got a double team Julius. Somebody got to be looking at Fournier. Somebody got to stop Kemba from getting in the paint. So, I mean, you know, Mitch Robinson is going to be open, even though he can't score. He's going to be open. You know, so if you if you give Mitchell Robinson room, he's gonna bang. He's gonna dunk it every single time. He's gonna look like DeAndre Jordan, you know, the way the way that he, yeah. he did in Lob City. You know, so so I'm I'm looking at it like that. So just just like looking for other teams like playing us and stuff. I don't know how they can contain us if if we you know it really comes down to coaching. If if Tom Thibodeau could um could definitely keep that ball moving, you know, and just be you know just be mindful of what defense are doing to us. If they try to stop one guy, I feel like you know we have so much options that that we. Yeah, we can cover all bases, man. I feel like, yeah, I, I really love this team, man. I feel like we, I feel like we could really do something special this year, more than than people think. I think, I think there's a lot of, um, like you said, creation, um, off ball and on ball. Um, imagine having uh, Kemba Walker in a lot of the spots that Alfred Payton was in last year. You know what I'm saying? And just, just the different options you're opening up as a team. Um, offensively, um, defensively, there's going to be somewhat of a drop off. He's not the defender Alfred Payton was. Um, um, we, like we said, Payton and played defense his damn self. I mean, listen, we're not going to get into the Alfred thing because we we can go on this for days. Alfred was not my cup of tea. Um, he was a serviceable defender because he made you work hard. He was not locking anyone up. Um, but bro. <laughs> nah, he, he did. He did, bro. That, if that was the only thing he did, that was the only thing I can say he did was he would make you work defensively. That's it. That's it. And I'm not even gonna say he was a good defender. I can't even say that. He was a serviceable defender. He would be a better defender 
and that's this is how we have to look at it. He's gonna be a better defender than Kemba was, but we're also gonna have to look at how we <laughs> we're gonna have to look at how we play our team defense. Um, um I, put, put, I that, put that comment up, dog. I know you see it. I know you see. It. I know you want to put it up. You, you gotta put that comment up, yeah, because he won't stop. <laughs> you gotta, Come no. home, Lance. <laughs> we, <laughs> he, he really won't. Lance ain't gonna he gonna come over here and get nothing but garbage time, bro. <laughs> Not oh, on this man. team. Tibbs is gonna sit him as soon as he do one of them under the leg passes, it's over. He's gonna <laughs> sit. I think I think we so good that we don't even need Lance. You know, I I, tr- I trust Burke. I trust Burke out there. You know, yeah, I trust, I, I like, trust I, like I said, I Burke. trust those rookies too. I trust the rookies. I've, too. I've already made the argument for Burke's oh, trustworthy. Oh. Yeah. I'm All good. good. Stay, I know. Stay, stay funny, man. But I'm telling you, we go. We we gonna have a conversation. We gonna have a real conversation if Burke's playing different next season. I'm all we for it because he got paid his little thirty million. And if I see him passing the ball even more next year, we gonna have a real conversation. We gonna. All right. I ain't like what he was doing to Obi Toppin, and now we talking. You got diehard Burks. Hey, Burks did to Toppin. Burks and other guards, they was not passing the ball. The man arm was always like this. Throw the ball up. Nobody didn't want to pass him. No what, Come on, bro. What 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 players gave Obi his most greatest plays? Derrick Rose Derek Rose and and, 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 and Alex Burks. Burks. And Burks. And Burks. He was the only one really playing with him. Come on. The ball. Burks listen, <laughs> listen. I'm not gonna trash Burks. I'm not gonna trash Burks because tr- Burks. Which so uh, can I present the question? Twenty-seven off the bench, naturally. game one. So, so you eight and you can answer this first. When Burks come off a of pick and roll, what he doing? He's gonna shoot. Because why? Because he's, he's a he's shooter. A what, he's a what guard? Thank you. He's a shooting guard. Yeah, but Obi can't set a good pick either. See, that's well, for Jericho but, Sims. See, see now, but look now, look to 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 play devil's advocate here, Aiden. I did. I did have a wet dream over what uh, Deuce did in the summer league when he passed up the open three for the alley oop to one and only <laughs> Obi Toppin. So I can't sit here and say that it's the bad thing when you take the shot off of the pick and roll. No, not not. not. Yeah. No. No. But I'm not mad at Burks for taking the shot. I know Burks could pass, but he just don't. Listen, if I'm wrong, cool, understandable. We don't got the same eyes. Maybe I'm Cyclops. I don't know. Maybe I like Burks, man. Out. I like Burks. Yo, listen, we needed Burks. Burks at- he was ball hogging a little bit last year. I, I Yo, he was our closer. He's, he's, had, he's had passing nah, moments. He's had passing moments, and he's had shooting moments where he's kept us in games. I, what more can you ask? Right. This, he's I'm coming be off the bench. You, you, can't, you can't be mad at what Alec Burks is bringing you because a lot of those games, he was only mad at him because he was probably missing. If he was making those shots, he wouldn't be mad at him. He nah, was taking he was good shots. Nah, he was he was bored. He was taking he was, good he, shots. He, he was holding he was us down for a lot of times, though, man. He was our closer. So shot. my thing is, like, do you want do you want Burks to win us the game, or do you want him to like Obi Toppin? No, go, no, go this way. No, no the, the stand. But, you, know, right, you want him to find right. look for Obi Toppin when, when he's trying to win us a game? So right. so so I just watched Obi average twenty in summer league. So obviously he's just ready. Like these dudes is not gone. No 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 no. Burks, what, what's Burks, the hold on hold on hold on real quick real quick. We know the bench. We know the bench mob already. So we know quickly. Rose is going to be Burks, Obi, and it's going to be Nerlens. We know the bench mob. So we know who's going to get majority of the shots. Can you felt? Can you 
God damn, can you guys please find Obi Toppin? Because only it seems like only the guards in summer league like to find Obi Toppin. Because I can't Listen, do it. I can, I if you gotta please do, find somebody, if you gotta please find it, it's not Carmen San Diego. You know what I'm saying? It's not Wells Waldo. If you gotta please find somebody, then he's not good. Go to the last time when the Knicks was top five in assists in the NBA. Because I'm sick of being bottom five in assists in the NBA. Listen. I don't even know what a hockey assist looks like. Okay, I'm going to say I, this. I, I had to watch the playoffs to watch other teams and watch ball movement. Listen, man, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. OB is still showing me a lot of the same as what he showed me during the regular season. And um, this really? is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Okay. It's just positioning. Just positioning. Um, he's more aggressive, obviously, because of the level of competition. And I'm hoping that that does not change. But what I don't like is I'm looking at the amount of rebounds he has, and they're low. And it's not because he's not athletic. It's not because he doesn't box out. It's because he's just not in position for them. I talked about it this weekend with, with my cousin, Steven. There's so many plays I can point to where Obi Toppin is just not in a position for rebounds. Why? Because he's standing at the three-point line until the ball goes up. You, okay. you, you, it's going to be hard for you to, to do both. You can't be the guy who's spreading the floor and being the guy who's going to be inside mixing it up. You got to be either or. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not sure if he's that great of the shooter yet to always be out there. Um, I do want to see him get yeah, more but- in the paint. He sits out there a lot. I want to see him cut. Just cut a little bit more, get in the paint. Do a little bit more with the with the NBA guys. Not with summer league. I want to see. I like what I'm seeing in summer league. But do you, do you think Obi Toppin will get rebounds on a team like Miami? You know, like 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 him being him being a three point line. That's that's an asset to us. Him being out there because we need him to be in space. We can't have him down right. there. Um, you know, banging with Bam out of Bayou and and um. You know, right. What, what's the other guy? Turn um. Uh, what's what's the guy he just got from from um from from the Bucks? PJ Tucker. PJ freaking Tucker is is he gonna be um you know battling PJ Tucker? No, no, but listen, you also you also don't want to make yourself you don't want to let the defense dictate the kind of game you're gonna play. That's what we saw in the playoffs with, with Julius Randle. That's what we don't want to see. We don't want him saying, "All right, I know they're gonna guard me a certain way, or I might not be able to be as effective here." So let me just go off over here. You're taking yourself out of the game, and so I think he, he he takes he takes himself out of a lot of opportunities just for. Simple rebounds and putbacks. You know how many points he can get off of rebounds and putbacks if he's just in position. He, he. I've seen Obi box out and get good rebounds. I've seen him sky for great rebounds. He has the ability to do it. Is it? It's just that he's so often out on the three point line. Like I said, I like that he stretches the floor. I would like for him to continue to do that, but mix it up a little bit more so that it's not just you go, coming down the court and going straight to the three point line. That's something that I want to see him do. You want to know what's so crazy? Remember when Obi used to post up players last season and he could not move them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we looking at that's him. what I'm trying to say. That's, that's, that's what my point is. Came, I think it was the game against the Wizards, and he could I, I think it was Bertans, or it was somebody kind of. I don't know. I, I forgot who it was, but I know it was somebody smaller. And he's posting them up, and he just could not move him. So watching him in summer league and seeing his post ups, and he's finally using his body. Yeah, it's up the body strength, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's nice to watch, and oh, we got a nice uh back to back to the basket post moves. Yeah, uh, he does. Yep, he's been working on his game. I like I like what I'm seeing from. Him. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely he's much improved. Too. 
He's definitely much improved, but I mean, like, like when you talk about rebounding, like, do you guys think he's going to be a double-figure rebounder in the NBA? No, he doesn't have to be. I just don't want to see three, four rebound games. I think that I think that's going to be him, three, four rebounds. Maybe, you know, if you want to upgrade him a little bit more, but I'm, at the four, you need, you, you need minutes, though, man. I don't, th- I don't think Obi Toppin is going to be that that guy that you're going to rely on to grab rebounds. Not not in the NBA. No, no, no. That's that's not what I'm saying. Um, that's not what I mean. I don't want him to turn into a rebounder. I just want him to put himself in position to be more effective. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I want him to become a rebounder. Like I said, when he is in position for rebounds, he usually does get them because he's more athletic and he knows how to get positioning on a lot of those guys. But it's just that he doesn't do it often. So, so in summer league, he's playing mostly in the dunker spot. On the Knicks, though, on the real Knicks team, we already know that Nerlens Noel might be in that dunker spot. And Mitch. And Mitch. So it's it's tough to. This is why he's been shooting a lot of three pointers. Like I, I I don't really mind it. Uh, he could he could also set picks and cut. He can set, set off ball picks. He, my problem is, and this stems from the Carmelo Anthony days of basketball. And Carmelo is one of my favorite players, but. I hated when Carmelo had the ball and I'm seeing guys standing around at the three-point line. Not one person's cutting. Nobody's setting an off-ball screen. Not, no one's doing anything. It's just standing stationary, and that's what I don't like. So I, maybe that's what it is. I'm relating it to that, and I'm see, I see Obi doing that, and I don't like it. But it's just a part of basketball I don't like. I don't like non-movement in basketball, especially on the offensive end of, of, of the floor. Well, the, the thing with that, like, if you if you're a coach, you know what I'm saying, you 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 have to be you have to trust to put a guy in a spot, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm if I'm Tom Thibodeau, I'm I'm reading it. Well, me and Tom Thibodeau, are like, we we read we read the game the same exact <laughs> way. I'm not I'm not putting Obi Toppin on the block, straight like, straight like that because I mean no, he's no, not no, going to no, be no. effective no, down there. No, he's not going to be on the block. No, nowhere man, near in, any I'm power saying. forward movements. I don't want him nowhere near the power and so, doing no, anything I, having so, to do with power. That's the case. If that's the case, Eru. How much do you want him on your team? If you're not putting him any powerful Lord, movement, you and you want him just at the three-point line, what do you, See, that, what do you really have him doing long term? That that's that's the thing. Like like um, my, my thing is like the the whole conversation is just like we need Obi Toppin to do more. My thing is like we got 15 guys on this roster. I don't care about what Obi Toppin is doing. I'm not focusing on how we can make Obi Toppin better over <laughs> all these different guys. Same thing like RJ. We, we we were just talking about RJ Barrett. Oh RJ uh-huh. Barrett this and everybody else got to do got to do this i don't I'm not, I'm not thinking of it that way we, we have we were trying to win basketball games i'm not i'm not trying to um you know um you know hook up um you know obi obi Toppin's twitter page you know what i'm saying or, or instagram i'm not trying to get his nah, likes up man. you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm trying to win basketball I'm, games I'm looking, I'm looking at away from that but but from what i'm saying is how much the ob average last year he averaged five points as our backup four do you want him right. to continue playing that style of basketball That's ridiculous Especially that's yo, if, if he averaged five points, then he needs to figure out how we can get better. But the coach this got is exactly what I'm saying. This what I'm See, saying. That's, that's where I don't agree. I don't agree with that at all. Like, like the coach shouldn't have to do nothing for Obi Toppin. He's a backup four. With that. No, but what, what, what the what, coach what has to do, coach? he has to figure out how Julius Randle, Walker, Fournier, and, and RJ is going to get right, together. Right, right. Um, right. Julius Randle, I mean, not Julius Randle, Obi Toppin's off on, on, the, on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Well, whatever well, extra well, Obi Toppin gives us, that's different. But the team as a team, we don't got to worry about what the backup power forward is doing for us. No, no, no. Championships are won by your others. Your others make your superstars be superstars. The, the, yeah, the Walker, Bucks would not win a championship. 
if Paul, if, if Bobby Portis don't come off the bench and score 20 points in a game. Right, right. They don't win but a championship what I'm, what I'm, up if those others don't score. All I'm saying yeah, but is that, as, that's as, good, good. Yeah. But uh, as I'm saying, um, um, Bobby Portis is not uh, the focal point where we have to say, like, yo, we got to get Bobby Portis off. The fact that Bobby Portis played well in the finals, that was his cake right there. You know what no, I'm saying? He did something. Playoffs, but listen, that was something that, that he's not asked to do. You know, Bobby Portis is not asked to, like, carry the team. That's something that he just did surprise and, and helped, us, helped us win that game. So if Obi happens to play that way for a game, that's good. But mm -hmm. but somebody coming off the bench, we're not we're not focusing on whole offense to for, for Obi Toppin. That's that's not what we're doing. Nah, but I do think that if there's ways to make the offense run better, then we just should just do it. I don't think that he should be releg regulated to just standing at the three point line. I just Word. that's all I'm saying. I, all I'm saying is if it spaces the floor, fine. But that means that Obi Toppin is now the guy that's going to come in at the fourth spot and primarily stand at the three-point line. And if that's what we're going to leave Obi uh, pigeonhole him as, then cool. Well, I just then, don't then, know then, if that's what you want to have with the eighth. The f well, what was he? The, the eighth pick? He was the eighth pick. He a lottery yeah, but, pick. He needs to play. No, that, that's all. That's he all fantasy. We got to talk about. We got to talk about the game. See, listen. Let's let's start the game. We got the game. We got our starting five out there. We already know who it uh -huh. is. Walker. It's Fournier. Uh -huh. It's it's Mitch. It's Randall. It's RJ. We doing whatever uh -huh. we doing there. These guys are probably gonna play on most of the whole first quarter. You know, saying maybe towards the end of the second quarter, you need nah, to guys come in. The whole first this year. Mm -hmm. But listen, listen to what I'm saying. Once once we get the um the second unit coming in there, the second unit is different because now we're playing three guards. We're gonna play uh quickly. We're playing Rose. We're playing Burks. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're gonna have Nerlens Noel who is who is short. I mean, you know, undersized basically. You know, but he's uh mm -hmm. he's a guy that could that could contribute. We got another guy that's just almost as as um anorexic as no as Nerlens Noel is and Obi Toppin. You know what I'm saying? So you can't play the same way that you played with the starters. So of course you gotta you gotta change the offense and get a figure out a way to get Obi Top open when these guys come in there. Because but that's the that's that's an asset to us. But what, what I'm trying to say is that we can't just be like, yo, Obi Top and we need to do this. Yo, if Obi Top, you know, yo, that, that should not be the focus. Um, Obi, Obi Top shouldn't even be the first person coming off the bench. You know, we, we got roles, we got all these other guys. So, I mean, collectively, as, as a bench, when these guys come I, in I, here, it's, it's going to be like, you know, a whole different thing. We're going to be running. You know, so Obi Toppin will get his saying. opportunities. Right. But but my thing is, like, he, he's not going to just stand in, in the corner and, and put his hands in his pocket. That's not what I'm saying that he should do. I mean, he, he's going to have his ways to, 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 um, to contribute to the game. But my thing is, like, to, to, to be focusing – like right now, this conversation. Why are we talking about Obi Toppin so much? Like, like he's not even not even like the um, he's not even like the sixth or seventh best player on the team. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I, I can't. I can't. I, I I'm don't just, know I'm that. Just, I'm just speaking. No, no, no. I'm, I'm only that. listen, listen. I'm One only year. speaking from. One a, year I'm, he's been I'm only speaking that. from a, a a standpoint of improvement from year one to year two. That's it. I'm saying every year that you're on a basketball team, you should be improving or you should be getting less minutes. That's it. No, but it's, if, I'm he's, saying, if he's okay. No, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying that he 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 will have a role on on this team. But I mean, like to focus on it so much where we need to do this, we need to do we need to do, need to do that. Like yo, he's legit. Like like the like the eighth most important person on on the team. But the the starting five number one is is all more important than Obi right now. Then Rose, you want to talk about Rose and Burks? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I care about more of what they're doing than, than Obi. You know, but this is like, like like down the line here. 
Rose and Kendall I can't. I can't. I, I know exactly what you're saying, but I just can't not care about a certain player because they're not in the starting five. Like, if I need you to bring something to my team and you're backing up the best player on my team, you need to be bringing more than five points a game. And that's all I'm Whoa. saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that oh, I want to focus so much on Obi. I don't give a damn about nobody outside of RJ Barrett if we're really, really cutting it thin. Yeah, yeah. But really be, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really saying, I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned with Obi. I just, I like what I see from summer league. I just want him to continue to make improvements during the regular season. It's not a big deal. It just happened to be the topic we was on at the moment. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm saying, listen. I, you know, of course, you, you want you want players to succeed. E- even guys mm-hmm. that didn't play well, say like 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 Alfred Payton, like like you know, guys guys um you know was was going crazy with Alfred Payton, but he got us to he got us to the, to the playoffs. Seventy two games, you got to give him credit. You know, he wasn't just there like blah, 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 like he, he had a handicap sticker, and he did contribute to the game in a certain a certain way. So I mean, you're definitely gonna need guys to get you there. So Obi Toppin is definitely gonna be one of those guys that's gonna get us there. You know, you know what I'm saying? But I mean. You know, of course, he, of course, he's gonna improve. He, he he showed more in this in this um the summer league than he did in his in, you know entire pro career. So I mean, like him coming into the into the NBA, he is gonna give us a better. But I mean, like you know, it, it, even if he does average five points a game uh, again, or does other uh, does something similar to what he did the first year, you know, I mean, it's still gonna contribute to what we do as far as winning. You know, it still has to be right, yeah. team the the team. You know, you know what I'm saying? I I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. Cause I mean, we we down, we already downgraded Julius Randle to being like like the ball the, the ball boy, you know, at, at this point. And then RJ Barrett ascended up in, up into the clouds, and then we forgot about Fournier. And then you know, it's like we we have a whole lot of things going on for for our roster. So I mean, like like the fan like to think of fantasy wise, you know, like like you know, you know, I think that that's not the right way to to, to think about it. Collectively, our team is way better. You know, Obi Top is definitely gonna be a big part of it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. I don't think I. I I hope I hope my tone wasn't wrong. I didn't I didn't mean to come off as like I'm downgrading what Obi's doing or I I was just speaking on just how I just I like what he's doing in summer league. I just want him to do it more during the regular season. That's really it. I I don't think I'm I'm not I don't really care much about <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care much about Obi Top in in terms of being the best player on this roster. I think there's a lot of other people that come before Obi Top. I got you. I got you. You know, but we, you know, we just throwing the shit out there. But you know, let, let's put um Aiden on the spot, man. We got to wake him up. <laughs> heck yeah! Heck yeah! Um, so, so what's your thoughts on this whole this whole thing that we're doing here? Yeah, you know, I just feel like back to what Apollo said. It's gonna depend on the improvement that we've seen from Obi from year one to year two, and summer league has been a really, really nice, promising showing. But it's all gonna really come down to what the heck's going to happen this upcoming season, right? He's going to have more people feeding him the ball, which is going to boost his confidence even more. Um, and, I mean, look, he, he's already developed such a great chemistry with Deuce and Grimes and Sims and all those guys, all these guys from Summer League. That, that has to carry over in – I don't care if it's practice or the regular season – like it's it no matter what it's gonna be different from year one, and you know if twenty three points per game in the summer league doesn't doesn't show any promise, I mean you're going. I know it's the different level of competition, but you know when have you seen a Knicks player in the summer league getting twenty three per game, right? You doesn't happen seen, that often. Yeah, 
Doesn't happen. I don't. I didn't see RJ do that. Nope. And we're we're all talking about RJ, right? Or Knox. Or Knox. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, it's just like you've seen all these guys that are now, you know, like topics of conversation that didn't do well in the summer league, but have gone on to do crazy good things in the regular season. So if you have a really good starting point from the summer league, that's just going to skyrocket you to, to some sort of goodness in the regular season, I'm just thinking. Yeah. I mean, you just pretty much had the best statistical season points-wise of like any Nick that I've seen in summer league. So it's going to be an improvement. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's you know, a mouth, that's a mouthful, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we had to give you the full a little bit. We kind of was going back and forth, but I mean, the tone thing, you know, I mean, we just we just talking. Yeah, we're not. It's not nothing going on here. So I mean, like, the yeah. The tone, yeah, they're still talking like this. What's up with this? This is like, like, the tone in here, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. No, Oh, oh yeah. shout out to nothing but Knicks, man. OG Sim. But Obi Toppin really averaged 11 minutes of four points per game. And he's a lottery pick. And, dog, when you look at – when you draft lottery picks, dog, like, you have a certain type of expectation. For R.J. Barrett, for him, he has to be a Hall of Famer. Like, it's, that's, that's too much, too man. Not, that cannot be too much, bro. No, for him, for him, no, 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 no. Go go ahead. ahead. You can't do that to him, bro. No, no, no. Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. Three, top three. It's not easy to be in the Hall of Fame, man. Yo, bro. It's a lot of Hall of Famers who don't belong in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but a lot of them a lot of them were placed in the right situations too. You RJ know what was placed in the right situation on 33rd and 7th. Right. So but you it's, can't say Hall of Fame was the path that he was set in right now. You know we we first off, I'm I'm shutting this down. We cannot <laughs> draw RJ's narrative at the moment. You cannot make chat, you can't make a book, you cannot make a memoir on his career just yet. Can't do this. It's starting lovely. It's it's too early. Early. Look, don't get me wrong. It's starting great, but you can't be like, "Oh my God, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer no, no, just from Andre. just because he's look, a third overall pick." Yes. Look at look, yeah, no look, no, listen, bro. no look way. at Brandon. Look at Brandon Roy. We just spoke about Brandon Roy earlier uh-huh. and the uh-huh. trajectory that Brandon Roy was on and what happened to him. Come on, man. He don't come on. But this is this is exactly why you don't put those expectations. But now you never had those injuries like you did. Listen, but listen, if you Mm -hmm. put that same expectation on Brandon Mm -hmm. Roy and you Mm -hmm. leave out the fact that he had injuries, what is he now? He's a he's a failure. No, I'm just saying, just just I'm just saying, if Mm -hmm. you remove the fact that he had the injuries from the conversation and you're just Mm -hmm. stating the fact that somebody who's in this position should be a Hall of Famer. Then Brandon Roy is a failure, and we all know that that shouldn't really apply to him because of the injuries. You see, you see what I'm saying? That's why you can't just throw a lofty expectation on a player because of where he was drafted. You know what I'm saying? So, so when you pick one, two, it, it's about the one, two, three. When you mm-hmm. pick K, Jalen Green. They're supposed Mobley. to be good. They're supposed to be no, great players. You're supposed they're to supposed be to be great players. players. If, if you're picking one, two, three, are you are you picking Hall of Famer? 
Yes, that's no, what you are. No, listen. What if it, no, but oh listen. Okay, so hold, 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 but you hey, we, but what, what, are we are we seeing that RJ is any of those guys at the moment? No, no. Who are we no. to say? Hold on, hold on, stay. Who uh-huh. are we to say uh-huh. that each draft class has said Hall of Fame player? Which is why you can't do it. Every draft class is different. You so, so, what, so, 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 what you telling me? The 2018, 2019, or these last couple of draft classes. It's not going to produce multiple Hall of Famers? Are we not watching these young boys? We we we, we, right we no. We have no idea. We have no idea. You cannot no, write. I've never you seen can't, you can't write these narratives right now. Wait, hold, Aiden. Y'all been watching ball for twenty years, bro. I never seen a second year guard or a third year guard like. Would, you see the Trey Young numbers, bro? Trey Young average 20 do you see do you see do you see do you see die hard hawks podcast talking about <laughs> Trey Young as a hall of famer I'm telling you <laughs> come on now <laughs> oh my god yo state is oh, fucking crazy state is fucked <laughs> up man oh, oh man, man. And yeah, I think that I think that was like the statement of the day there, you know. Yeah, Yo, shout out to other fan base because there is no fan base like Knicks fan base, man. No. You know what I'm saying? There's absolutely no fan base like the Knicks Got fan base. No, nobody, they, they don't, they, there is no um diehard Atlanta um, um podcast, you know. No, no, or, it's, not. it's just not. Oh my god, but just but watching them leaving the arena is disgusting, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but listen, but to 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 Slizzy's point. Um, there is a certain amount of expectation that just does come with being drafted at a high position, but um, it just doesn't work out like that for every single player. Because like, like I said, each draft class's fourth pick isn't of the same talent. You know what I'm saying? There might be seven good players in one draft and three good players in the next one. You know what I'm saying? So it's just sometimes it happens just like that. You, you can't really put the expectations off of them. Based off where they drafted, it it really should be based off the team's need for that player. Exactly, and you know another another reason is just like, look look at what look you know everybody says that you know the Knicks fans make all these insane expectations and they're never met. And look what look like look, like for example, coming into last season, did anybody think we were going to the playoffs? Absolutely not. Look what happens when we go to the playoffs. Everybody's in shock. <laughs> right? If Everybody's you expect RJ Barrett to be a Hall of Famer right now, over over I, I don't even I don't even know what else to call it. Over yeah. expectation, I'm telling you. And it's so easy if he's supposed to be a Hall of Famer and you're saying that every season he doesn't meet that expectation, his value just decreases and decreases and decreases based off of the expectation that was there. So you can't do that to the player. I think it's you gotta let it go up. Yeah, y'all, y'all like, bro. You know how many Hall of Famers is in the Hall of Fame, and they're not supposed to be Hall of Famers, but they're Hall of Famers. Like, I'm sure, I'm mean, sure that's numbers. Not he's gonna put up numbers. Yeah, he's gonna put up numbers. Now, it's 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 wait it's wait to be seen. Wait wait to be seen. All right, all right. We gonna see. Let's see how good Julius Randle really is. 
We're yeah, all, we're all and really and let's see let's see how Alec Burks is gonna contribute to this team oh, this year. Hey, hey. Um, I'm telling you, me and State, we'll we'll, we'll have conversations about this. <laughs> I, I want to see how good. I want to see how the good fans treat Thibodeau when yep. they're watching McBride and Grimes riding on the bench, and Alec Burks. Or ever fun, yeah, one Yo, Slizz, I'm going to say, say, <laughs> say this one thing to you, bro. <laughs> I can't. I'm not getting on Tibbs. Listen, Tibbs has his flaws, but, bro, outside of Mike Woodson, who's the last great coach we've had? That no, guy no, I'm not going to say nothing. If Grimes and, and, and McBride don't play, I'm, you're not going to hear that from me. I'm not going to complain about that all next season. That's a damn lie. Gonna... That's a damn lie. No, 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 it, no, no, no. I swear to God, I'm dead not going to complain about that. that yeah, is, if, the, if the Knicks make the playoffs and we do well, let's say if we win a championship, who cares if McBride and 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 um and, and the bench. Playing? Yeah. Oh come right. on, yeah. No, 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 no. He has a point. It is. It, it will bother us. But let's uh -huh. be honest. If we won a ring, and McBride and Grimes didn't play because they just were on the bench. How much would it bother you if we won the championship? I wouldn't give a damn because I know RJ Barrett was finals MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Solidified the Hall of Fame. Uh, first time <laughs> Hall of Fame. Right. Right. Oh, now he's sure. the Hall of Famer for real. Now he's a certified damn. Hall of Famer. Come on, yo. You, yeah. We're going to call you State Tradamus after that one. Listen, I understand, <laughs> I understand what the chat is saying. I understand what Aiden is saying. You're not wrong. But when you're drafted third, brothers, I need Hall of Fame accolades. That means not, but right away. Uh, not right away. No, he's twenty-one. I already said RJ's two years away from All right. two years away. All I'm right. not, I, but in those two years, I want to see ascendance. Until no yeah. reason why he can't average twenty next season. Come on, now you're making sure. me look bad. For sure. No, now I'm sure you're making me look. I'm bad. Sure, gonna be I'm tough. Sure, I'm sure it'll be it'll be better numbers, but you it just you can't you can't. You can't when when you got when you got Kemba, Mr. 118th, Milvang, Mr. 115, King Dong, EBC, Rucker Park. He let Tatum and Brown eat. Both of them had 20 points per game. We I'm already said sure, that already. Uh, all right, all right. So I'm pretty sure Kemba gonna let RJ eat. Yeah, but Kemba got sure 20 points a game that year too. But Kimber not gonna average twenty next season. Come on now. This Why won't you? I don't Why know. Now is somebody that averaged twenty points for five straight years, oh, and then you're gonna assume you better that never Why did won't it. He average 20? How did you do that? So you think he's gonna average twenty next season? You think? I don't know. 20? I don't know. It's I doubt it because it's we got possible. four guys that probably can average twenty. So how, how how many points? How many points every four year gonna average? See, this is what it start getting tricky. Every four years, I'm gonna be honest. Every four years, probably average around 16 points. I, I'm I'm saying over 15. Yeah, around over, 16 points. Oh, yeah, 15. I agree with that. Oh, okay, okay. How many points Julius Randle gonna average? Probably like he can't average 24 this year. 100. percent What Sim said in chat. What'd you say? How much How much Julius Randle gonna average this year? Uh, this yeah. year? Ah, uh, he's probably gonna. What do he average this year? 24. 24. 10, he probably, I, I say he averaged around the same 23, 24. Read what Sim said here. Read what Sim said here. This is it in a nutshell. You know, it doesn't matter if he averaged 20. And, and like, like that's, I was trying to make the point with uh, Andre Iguodala. That's not a diss. You know, if RJ Barrett is Andre Iguodala, you know, that means that we're a freaking good basketball team. 
Right. You know what That's I'm saying? True. If R.J. Barrett, a guy that you think is good, should be Hall of Fame level, if he's R.J. Eagle Dollar for us this year, then we are a damn good basketball team. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I think cousin, anybody, anybody, if anybody is Iguodala. It, it depends. All right. Randall, he's an all-star player. He's established already. He got paid. His numbers don't really matter. His impact matters right now, especially in the playoffs. But his numbers don't matter no more because I know he might take a step back because we got all of these scoring options. Audrey, on the other hand, we drafted him third. OG Sim, I respect what you just said. You're not wrong. It's cool for RJ to come out next season and average 17 points. For you, but for me, <laughs> when I'm watching, when, I'm, when you draft RJ third, OG, I got to see ascending every season. And it, for him, over expectations. What do they say about Knicks fans every single no, year? Bro, it, it's not even about expectations. Well, we should have never made the fourth seed for me to place those expectations. But now I gotta see to believe because he, he dropped <laughs> that's third. A, I mean, I mean, I, I listen. I think the expectations is there has to be a little bit of an improvement, obviously, because we did so well. But you can't be like. I know, but I'm saying you can't be saying RJ's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, he is. He, he is. I, I, oh, my. Listen, I, listen, I think, listen, just like Sim said, it's a, it's an easy way for RJ to improve without with the extra help that we just added on our team. Yep. You're taking a lot of responsibility off of himself and Julius Randle by adding um, Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. Um and these are guys who've been in the league. They've, they've even played together. Their numbers are well together for the one year that they played together. Um, I think that you're adding more help. And if he's averaging, he say he averages once again, he average, say he's averaging 17.8, 18 points per game, which is basically what he averaged this year, right? Is that not an improvement if you're adding more scorers on the you know, team? Watch, watching the games, we know he's going to come back with a better bag. We know he's going to come back. Probably sure. shooting even better percentages, you know. Shout out to Julius Randle because we know even Julius Randle, Julius Randle got a chance to be a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. right now. But, but you got a chance to make RJ a Hall of Famer too because RJ shot forty eight percent. Team success is first. Yeah, I understand that. But Julius Randle is the best player, so he got right. to ascend. He's 26, and, mm-hmm. and RJ has to get better. You're the third pick in the draft. The only way that happens is if uh-huh. RJ, RJ somehow over the summer makes a leap to where everyone on the team knows that he is the best player on that roster. That's the only way I see RJ making this astronomical leap that you think that he can make this year. Mm. This year. Mm. Is if he comes back, it's in training camp, and they're like, yo, hold on, nah, we got RJ. If they're feeling like that, okay. Maybe he might average the 25 that you're looking for, 25, 7, and 4, something like that. But until that happens, RJ probably will average around 18, maybe 19 points a game. You make a slight improvement points per game-wise. I think his efficiency will go up. I think that's important to me. I'm not really looking at the points per game. Um, I'm looking at just his efficiency and just just how the team plays and the on-off numbers, the plus-minus, that matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I think – I don't, I don't, I don't want to put too much on it. I just think that these guys are going to be in a good position 
to be very successful next year. They filled a lot of the holes. Like I said, the only hole that I think we have is just the center position in the creation offensively. But who knows? Maybe that's our identity. So maybe it might not be the be a hole. But can we'll I, can I throw something at you guys? Just as far mm-hmm. as like um, a Hall of Fame. Um, the 19, 1973 championship Knicks, right? They won the championship, right? So, I mean, Walt Frazier, everybody talks about him. He's the greatest Nick and this and the other. He's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave the Butcher, before he came to the Knicks, he was a, a freaking monster in Detroit. And he came here, and he never averaged 20. He had to take a, a backseat to what the team was doing. But, you know, this is not it. Bill Bradley is another guy. He could have averaged 20 points a game for another team. You know, but he ended up averaging, you know, I don't think he I don't think he even got – I don't even think Bill Bradley cracked 16 points, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, Earl Monroe, greatest – one of the greatest scorers, you know, and, you know, Black Jesus and all this other stuff. He came to the Knicks, averaged 15. Um, Jerry Lucas, one of the greatest power forward centers in, in that ever played, that averaged so many rebounds and so many points. He like the, that championship year, he averaged nine and seven. You know, Willis Reed was on his team. That's another Hall of Famer. You know, you know, but um, he was on the downside of his career, but but still a Hall of Famer. He averaged uh, eleven and eight. You know what I'm saying? So there's like wow. a whole team full of talent. So you you can't you can't like like just ascend one guy just to be super dominant when other guys are just uh, comparable in talent. You know, as long as these guys come together and win, what does it matter? You know what I'm saying? What does it matter? Because they they, they can still make the Hall of Fame, just like Tim said. They can still make the Hall of Fame, not putting up all these gaudy numbers. Right. But that. But what you said, you know, it speaks to the fact that you know you could still make an impact by not scoring like 30 points per game you know i mean i don't know you look at a guy like i don't know tony allen i mean did he make an impact from scoring no this is defense mm-hmm. he wasn't you know third though like we went through 17 we, we went 17 games that year you know how hard oh, it was to record that year when I was listening to everybody else's podcast, we all making excuses for David Fisdale and Mike. Man, I ain't trying to hear that. I didn't go through that season for y'all to tell me RJ got to Yo, he could just average 17 next season, and we'll be fine with it as long as he got No! I need to see it in the box score and in the, in the advanced statistics. I got to see it. But 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 are you ju- uh, but do you need to see an, an improvement in points? <clears throat> no, no. I, he got to average 20 next season. Come on, Aiden. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I got coddling him. I can't coddle that man. We can, right, listen, I got, so... No, we drafted him third, and we went through a 17-win season, fellas. Y'all telling me y'all want him to average the same points? Really? No, but listen, oh, listen, but listen. Even, listen, even yo, if he averaged, like, 18, that'll be him, like, averaging 21. Like, yeah. Like, just like he said. Yo, all right. So, I'll just say this. I think there's... If if like like you said, all of the people you named and the the the, the points that they average, I don't I don't want to lay points on it too much. If RJ in two three straight years, if we won two to three straight finals, and in those finals, are not in those finals, just those seasons, RJ averaged seventeen and a half points per game in the champion on a championship team. Do you know RJ? You know where RJ's going to the Hall to of Fame. <laughs> It's the market that's he that's he's he's in. He's in the New York market. So mm-hmm. we draft him third, bro. Like, but but you but you cannot create pressure on him. Oh, nah. 
He's the I'm highest draft pick of my how, life. How, how, is gonna handle, how is he going to handle the pressure of people being like, oh, my God, you're a Hall of Famer. You're bro, in year three bro, of your career. Bro, we drafted Frederick Weiss over Ron Artest, bro. Bro, we drafted Frank over Donovan Mitchell, bro. The PTSD I talking. Won, we won 17 games. I remember when Fisdale put Kevin Knox at shooting guard. So you telling me that R.J. Barrett can come out next season and average 17 or less points, but we see he got a mid-range jumping now? No! We picked them third. He I ain't going to be mad if we win It's not games. like he's going to average like 30. No, no, he's not. He don't have to average 30. I say he's two years away from being two years away. But what I need, I got to see minimum 20 points per. I gotta say, I cause that I don't, means I think his free throw percentage is up. That means he got a mid range jump. Improvement in the box scores means that he was working on his game this whole summer. But he has, he has. I mean, look, if you're talking about this Hall of Fame narrative, which I I'm already shut down, but we're gonna keep going. It, 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 first off, he he, <laughs> he he has to improve. In the, if you're talking about a Hall of Famer, he has to improve in the clutch. I mean, there's so many RJ-esque moments that I've seen him miss in the clutch. And you talk about Hall of Famers. What have so many Hall of Famers done? They've stepped up in the clutch. Look, listen. What has RJ done? It, it hasn't done that. Has, yet. He hasn't Wait, done that. RJ yet. got one of the highest clutch percentages in the. Uh, in, 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 we I'm, not I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about clutch moments. I'm talking about clutch moments. Oh, clutch moments. He averaged 14 points in the playoffs. I don't even remember. See, but look. See, look. Clutch moments. I'm going to say this. History past 20. I don't remember clutch moments these past 20 years. We only have four winning seasons in the past 20 years. And listen, you telling me the RJ can come and average 17? Listen, bro, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. What I'm gonna say, what I'm gonna say is RJ, like like Tricky is saying, RJ can easily average slightly better points per game. Say he averages 18. Let's just keep it at 18. Let's just say that's the number, right? And and he becomes the defender that we relied Reggie Bullock on being last year while averaging slightly better points and being a way more reliable defender, being the guy that we can put on the team's best player, that's the improvement I want to see from RJ. Points per game, yeah, it's cool, but if we still don't have nobody to guard nobody, because right now, with Bullock gone, our next best wing, wing defender is RJ Barrett. So he has to make that improvement. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's what I'm going to look for. I'm looking for those kind of improvements on the other side of the floor. Well, to, to change the tone, to change, to change the tone of the argument, Frank. Um, um, like, yo, <laughs> I, I just, this, this, um, uh, I, I'm just like, la I'm laughing at, at you guys, man. But I mean, I, I was, I was, um, um, you know, arguing with about Obi and stuff like that. We put too much emphasis on Obi when he's like literally the seventh or eighth best player on the team. Now we're talking about RJ Barrett being a Hall of Famer. We're taking away from the, the, the real um conversation, which is we have a really good basketball team. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so Hall of Fame aside, yo, is making the playoffs and advancing to get into the finals um less important than RJ making the um making the Hall of Fame or um you know Obi Toppin, you know, um getting an alley oop? You know, what's more important? What are the priorities of this year? What what did this team, you know, what what can this team do for next year? What 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 is what do you think the trajectory of this team is for next year? Yo, I'm so confident that Thibodeau is changing the culture 
that I really think we can I really think we could be a championship. I think we're going to win a championship this decade. So since I feel that way and I feel strong about the culture that we set in right now, and mind you, we got Rand Randall was probably one of the best free agent pickups I've seen in, in the past 20 years. I remember Jerome James came over here after a playoff series, got fat. Uh, you got all these other players, they come over here, free agents. Um, you got Quentin Richardson saying his teammates couldn't even come outside. So it's like Julius Randle, we got him. Maybe he was the start of the culture. Then you bring in uh, Thibodeau. Now you draft the R.J. Barrett. Now you got to – these – everybody's important. The, and, Dodd, I told you earlier, remember you was crap. You were saying, well, Thibodeau, he could focus on the starting five. Nah, that bench helped you win championships. You need yeah, – I said that too, though. I said that too. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't care about Obi per se. I I, I agree with the the bench needs chat. But I said that when the, once but, the bench but, comes in collectively, that's going to bring something else to the team. But Obi, Obi's going to be a part. Obi has to be a huge part of that in order for the bench. Obi and quickly going to have to be a huge part of that bench in order for it to be successful. I cannot depend on Rose and Burks because we both know they're both injury prone. So I so then point, so then bring McGrimes and, and McBride. Situational. Situational. I'm already, it's already embedded in my heart. I don't, I'm not, I, I know I might not see McBride and Grimes all season, so I know not to. Oh, you can't, it. you can't say that. These guys are going to get hurt. Burks is going to get hurt. Uh, Rose is going to get hurt. Everybody's going to have their chance. They, they will have their, their, their time. Trust me. I just try to stay away from talking about injury. That's the only reason why, like, I'm just we we saying. gotta stay away from this R.J. Barrett Hall of Fame narrative. I'm <laughs> That's what we need to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I can't. Yo, I'm not backing off of that. We drafted him third. I watched 17 wins. I watched Alfred Payton for two years next to R.J. You also you also watch but a 40. One in 31 team, also, and, uh, too. You, you gotta give credit. You, you, you can't watch your RJ Barrett Hall of Fame season this year, oh, 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 or or in the coming years. See, that's that, that's a long term process, my guy. I know, and it started by making the playoffs. See, you gotta build your foundation. We got in some year playoffs. three, we got, he's gonna get he's going to get better this year. All yes, right, so we'll see. he's going we'll to see. get better, but he is not going to be a Hall of Fame player this Hi. year. Hi. All right. Please, please, please don't expect him to be until he starts to show you that he can at least be an all-star player. Like we got to get the levels first. Yeah, like, we gotta. It's gotta be a progression. And, you know what I mean? Like then we can talk about Hall of Fame because that means that he's done it for multiple years. You know what I mean? Olympically, you know. Let's. He's got a long way to go. He's got a long way to go. I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but I also know that he doesn't care about pressure. RJ is not the kind of guy that looks like pressure gets to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's just in in clutch. In I mean, clutch I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not. That's not what I mean. Not on the court. I mean, okay. mentally. Okay. Mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. The mental thing. Yeah, in turn, he's he's got his he's got his issues. Hopefully, he gets those figured out this year. But mentally, he doesn't look like the guy the kind of guy that gets rattled. He looks like the kind of guy that might actually. You know, he wants to get you out of the situation. He might just—he just didn't last year. He just didn't have the talent to do it. Um, he didn't have the the practice to do it, which 
it looks like he's been putting a lot of time in from what I've been hearing, I guess, that he's been putting a lot of time in to fix those holes. So He's got a new chest tattoo. I mean, tattoos now. He's, he's got a big, big, chat, big, big chest tattoo Ooh. now. Maybe, maybe, maybe get a little chin, little chin hair, some peach fuzz. Yo, watch the go to, watch the Olympics again. The kid looks six seven two twenty. I know he do not look like the same kid we drafted. He looks taller. He looks stronger. But 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 apparently he looks like a Hall of Famer. Brother, <laughs> give it top. Aiden, when you was in elementary, right? Oh, God. Okay. Kawhi Leonard was a baby cub. Kawhi didn't average 16 points until year four. But but growing up from elementary into middle school, I saw a progression. Oh, shit. Hold on. But did you see a Hall of Fame at all? Did you see it's 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 taken time i didn't see it in year three okay okay hold on let me just say one thing i if i take my three-year-old son right (laughs) either or three-year-old my seven-year-old if i take either one of them right and i said because i played basketball they're gonna be great at basketball right Mm -hmm. that is what an expectation that i place on my child he has no clue. <laughs> he has no clue. That I'm doing this to him. Look at I'm Magic Johnson's son, for Christ's sake. Man. I am. Ru- oh you want to talk God. about potential? Let's not go there. We're not going to go there. Oh, my God. <laughs> but imagine I put that expectation on him. Now, I mean, in real life, my son better play some ball or he's going to have some problems. But anyway, that's just not what I'm saying. I'm not going to be mad if he doesn't turn out to be an NBA player. That's everyone's, every dad's goal of whatever sport his kid plays. I want him to make it to the highest level of doing that. So I don't got to work anymore. So you take care of both of us. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. But, you know, I'm, I'm not too mad. At it. You can't put those expectations on, on just anybody. You got to let let time work its work its magic. Yeah, but you're talking about Hall of Fame, right? You're talking about old oh, year three progression and stuff like that. So now you're talking about that, that like Hall of Fame. We're talking about something 10 years from now. What about 2021, 2022 season? Uh, <laughs> you know I what got, I'm saying? Got, P- progression, got, got, like Obi Top be getting better, eventually becoming good and all this other stuff. What about 2021 Let's and, and all 22? Let's talk about now. I think because yo, it's not even just this season. We're talking about like two years right now because everybody's signed for two years. So in this little window right now, two years, like where is this this team at right now? I'm exactly. a, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm gonna just say this before I go because my wife's probably waiting. I think I'm in trouble. But anyway, um, well, I'm I think <laughs> I'm in trouble already. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and I'll tell that. I'll tell you what's holding us up. The R.J. Barrett Hall of All Fame narrative. <laughs> we spent like 25 minutes on the yeah, R.J. Hall nah, of Fame. Right I'm so sorry, fellas. I'm, I'm, no, I'm but I think um, we're right outside the top four. I think we're battling with the Hawks for the fifth seed. You know what I'm saying? Um, fifth, four. Because I, I don't know. If I'm looking at the Nets, it, it, bearing health, bearing health, the Nets, the Bucks, depending on what happens with the Sixers, and the Heat, I would say, might be the top four in the in the East right now, <clears throat> and I think we're right outside that that group. We might even be mingling with the the last, you know, ladder of the that 
that team depending you know just just depending on how the chemistry goes now i think the one thing that will you guys might laugh but i'm dead serious the one thing that i that i i will miss from last season is my man theo pinson shout out to theo oh, pinson yeah. and everything you have to shout out to theo, man. i think yeah. that bench that bench is never gonna look the same so seeing, uh, seeing him live he was he was on the court more than tibbs yeah yeah, all you saw every time. Who, who's walking, running back and forth from this side of the camera to that side of the camera? It was Theo Pence. So those, those are the guys that I, I like to see. The bench guys, all 15 guys matter. Um, like they said during the season, the Big 15. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited pause. for this team. I think they're going to be good. Pause. Yeah, yeah, pause. Because <laughs> people, people out there saying that this year we got a bigger 15. Like, whoa! Oh, hey, oh, oh, oh. What are you talking about here? My mans, take it easy. <laughs> Got, oh, you know, the chair, dice man. right here. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> 15 over here. Listen, man. I'm just saying. Look, the OGs, respect to the all the OGs, the OG Nick fans who seen the 70s Knicks, mm. who seen all of the other um Nick teams, who watched the 90s Knicks. Y'all had a chance to 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 enjoy Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. That's y'all. That's the number one overall pick. And now, oh, now we now we have to enjoy Hall of Famer RJ Barrett. You're damn right. So so be, get get your tape decks ready. Get ready because RJ Barrett is. Well, I'm, watch, watch. You know, I'm. It's one Giannis. When I first laid eyes on Giannis, I never forgot. I said, "Yo, that man, he's gonna be MVP." When I look at RJ Barrett, yo, he's man, gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's, that's a Hall of Famer. Giannis a Hall of Famer. He's 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 top five power forward all time. That that's not debatable right now. To me, that ain't debatable. Top uh-huh. five power forward all time. So when I look at top five, yes, it's that. Yes, I, I think we need to do like a straight up power forward all time greatest on podcast, man. Because you, you, you don't think that Chris yes. Webber is a top top ten. Yes, you might argue no, 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 no. Yo, oh, you might argue two. You might argue he's the second best. All right, all right, all right. Yes, all right. Besides, Duncan is right. never going to be get top. get nah. the get the Stitcher nah. thing up. Nah. <laughs> Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the Stitcher thing up. No, <laughs> oh, let's get out of here. Bro. Dude, oh, the credits, the credits are rolling out. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> they, 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 they gave me the whole thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Good night, everybody. Oh my god! Oh man, that was a good laugh. Oh man, I'm definitely out of here, fellas. I'm about to do this. Um. Overnight shift, man. Gotta get some extra bread, man. Y'all know how this go, man. Uh y'all know what the final is, man. Uh Stitcher, Apple Podcast, um, Knicks Community, God up next. Trying to get it. Die hard next. It's stated in New York Knicks. Um, I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in, man. It, it's been nice talking to y'all, man. But we definitely gonna have to do this power four podcast because Giannis he's, he's not number two, 26. Two MVPs, bro, bro, defensive bro, bro, player bro. of the year, finals MVP. He just averaged 30 and 14 in the final. Really? And he didn't it run from his team like KG. Yeah, you can't argue with with um you can't argue with John being at least number two. You know, Tim Duncan is probably number one, and John is might be number two once his I mean because he has the all the hardware. 
You know, so it hurts me to say it. It hurts hurts me to say it, but you know, he probably might be the, the second best think, power forward. And this is this is these are the situations, these, these are the conversations where it gets nippy because the hardware makes the player and sometimes that doesn't always apply. But you know, like I said, that's another that's another another podcast. Another podcast. Yeah. Another, another Malone, three hour, three hour podcast. Another three hour Dirk Nowitzki, Carl Malone. All right, all right. I'm taking Giannis, I'm taking Giannis over Dirk with all due respect to Dirk. With all due respect, Giannis plays both sides of the ball. I, yo, the, the man yo, averaged 30 with yo, no jump shot. Yo. Giannis, Giannis beat Giannis scary, bro. Chris Paul, Giannis beat Chris Paul, Aiden, and Booker. Who did Nowitzki? This is all I want to know. Who who Nowitzki get his ring on? Oh, he. I think me, me and Eru just got oh, the popcorn here in the corner. Bron James, I know. Bron James, Dwayne Wade. All right, cool. That's all. You, I got you know, Jordan me. beat Carl Malone. He beat John Stockton and them guys too. So, and he had to get through the Knicks through our through mm-hmm. our greatest era. Oh yep. my God! Don't remind us of 1997, Pat Riley. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I'm out of here, man. Too much, yeah, yeah, man. I'm out of here, man. Salute to you, man. Salute to the chat, man. Are we grading rings? You only grade Kevin Durant rings because he took off two years from my life. So that's the only person who rings I I, I don't count. But everybody else, they they, they cool. <laughs> State man, it's always good, bro. We gotta do this again, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Very soon, very soon. Yes. Check me out of the Garden Next podcast whenever you get a chance. Um. Got up nicks everywhere. Got up nicks everywhere. Peace, guys. Mr. Aiden, you want to say anything before you get out of here? Uh, at, you know the deal at this point. Nick's community is on Twitter. You know. I'm outside. I'm outside. Why are we not from Miami? I'm, Miami. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. from Miami. I don't live in Colorado. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we were outside today in this episode. Yeah, man, I'm sweating my nuts off right now. Yo, uh, yo, yo, um, yo, Aiden, do you gotta, you know, are you studying law? I think I might need a divorce lawyer after after all these late night podcasts and stuff. Oh man, you, call up state, call up state. Oh my god, crazy. We we gotta do it again very very soon. Yeah, no, no doubt. We definitely will. So anyway. Peace, Peace guys. Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to nothing but Nick's. This is the guy here, you know, the the pod father. You know, oh, shout man. out to him, man. All due respect right on, and all this. Yeah, man. Shout out to the show, Tim. Hopefully, one, one of these days. I know you're a busy man, so I ain't even going to press you. I'm going to let you take Nah, it. man. You know, sometimes we got to keep things in the DMs, though. You know what I'm saying? This, you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah. have definitely opportunities to do some big stuff, for you know, sure. leading up to next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I'll see you guys um soon, man. Peace, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Die next podcast. Got up next podcast. Next community podcast. State of the year next podcast. All the podcast. Our RJ Hall of Famer podcast. Oh my God! Make it stop. Make it stop. All right, guys. Watch your tone. Okay, oh, yeah. everyone, everybody, watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> watch your tone. <laughs> oh man! All right, All right I'll see you guys soon. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace.